this wine that your dad has? It's right next to me. I feel like with it, if it's in within arm's reach. Uh, suddenly you ask people for oh, pish, mish, pish mission pish, to... Pish mission? <laughs> we're, we're sitting in a room filled with a lot of stuff. There's yeah. alcohol within Greg's reach mm-hmm. that he can't have, and that's going to drive his pheromones wild, which means that you're in for a great episode. <laughs> An episode where I share my opinions the whole time. The wine bottle also has a... It says Francis Coppola's name on it, and it also has a rendering of King Kong. So I don't know how more it could be for me. <laughs> well, it's, it's filled with the blood of Godzilla. <laughs> so that, That's what King Kong drinks. <laughs> and what King Kong drinks, King Kong gets. <laughs> so um, welcome to uh, episode... We, we don't we don't really it's know. either 116 or 117 and if i was good at my job i'd look it up we're beforehand. syndicated we're syndicated this is our first syndicated episode of la meekly you can watch this on upn in a few <laughs> weeks <laughs> and every time you watch it we get three dollars in the mail for something we recorded in 1973 yeah we get three dollars and we get to meet the uh girlfriends from girlfriends <laughs> is that the show girlfriends girlfriends was a show yeah girlfriends yeah, yeah. tracy ellis ross i believe yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one that's the one this is la meekly Welcome. This is the Los Angeles History Podcast, where every month we do history of Los Angeles, except this month. This month's a little different. We do things a little different around here. We're only going to talk about music from this point on, though. Um, Just, you know, this episode's, uh, it's kind of exciting. I, I'm excited. It is a little. This is, we, we've never expounded so many opinions as we will. No, usually we're kind of loosey-goosey and we say stupid things, but we usually will have to read like, you know, nine. Apologies. Apo- nine yeah. apologies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll have to read uh, a couple books before we get a spout of uh, hard opinions about, yeah. like, I think that was wrong to build yeah. a railroad right there. But now uh, now it's just straight like, you like that place? You think that beach is nice? Well, we've lived at least nine years. Mm-hmm. So we have, I think we have a right. We moved to the city nine years ago, didn't we? And yeah. we started this podcast 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd, I'd seen Los Angeles in a couple TV shows, and I got yeah, it. Yeah, I saw Melrose Place. <laughs> and after I saw that finale of Melrose Place on UPN, <laughs> I said to Greg, Greg, we're still going to stay here in Boise, Yeah, but we're doing a podcast on Los Angeles history. Because I, I need to know, I got to get in with Courtney Thorne Smith. I have to. That's the only person I remember was on that show. I don't know anyone on that show okay. except uh, was maybe Burt Reynolds on an episode. Burt Reynolds, I think, was he was he played everyone's dad because they all turned out to be uh, siblings, which is, is a true? precursor for no. Um, <laughs> you can't lie to me about what happens on Melrose Place when you know I don't know what happens <laughs> on Melrose Place <laughs> on a '90s soap opera, a made-for-TV, no made-for-TV, uh, made a, a high-quality soap opera. I only see soap operas live, <laughs> but this one was made for TV. Yeah. Every day at two, I go down to the Pantages <laughs> to watch my my shows. You saw the Shakespeare soap opera live the other. <laughs> I did. Shakespeare, yeah. in the, Shakespeare soap opera in the park, Julius Caesar. So you'll be hearing a lot of Shakespearean references from yeah. thou, <laughs> meaning you. So you're going to have to do the Shakespeare references. Uh, Capulet, Montague. Oh, no, I'm out. That's all I remember. He wrote the one where the, he kills his dad and marries his mom. That's... Sh- Shakespeare. Um, From the sick mind of William (laughs) Shakespeare. From the man who brought you kill your dad, stoop your mom, comes kill your president, (laughs) stoop your democracy. So as you may have guessed, oh, first off, I'm Daniel Zafrin. I'm Greg Gonzalez. As you may have guessed from the opinions we've been spouting off about everything from Melrose Place to (laughs) Oedipus, (laughs) this is a very special, very different episode of L.A. Meekly. Maybe our most... Ambitious? Uh, maybe, maybe we've gone too far this time. 
I mean, uh, Oppenheimer in theaters today, have we crossed a line or was it necessary? I haven't seen it yet. I assume that's what the whole movie is about. Um, you would think. <laughs> you would think it would. Uh, it's mostly, comes out pretty hard on one side. You know, um, it, and I don't mean this even as a joke, Einstein's hat falling off. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal in the movie. And, you know, we made fun of the trailer and like, oh, but like kind of. This is my impression of the trailer, which is as of now, all I know about Oppenheimer. Yeah. That's Albert Einstein after his hat fell oh, yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't invent the science to pick it up. Yeah. He thought gravity was final. When something hits the ground, it's just on the ground. Hat equals MC trash. <laughs> so control all EMC. Oh yeah, we and we're uh, visited today by. Uh, we have a new animal in the recording studio, as you may have heard his jingling. He jingles when he doesn't like where the line of comedy is going, and he doesn't yeah. like when we make fun of Albert. He's a big fan of. Uh, um, He's oh, oh, we're filming this in Shawshank Prison. <laughs> I'm the Rita Hayworth poster. <laughs> I'm the hollowed out Bible. <laughs> and Oscar the dog, my parents' dog and my dog. I put my parents first because he lives with he, them. Yeah, he's the new Daniel. Yeah. He's, new after Daniel. I moved out, yeah. they gave him all my Pokemon cards. <laughs> but yeah, he's, uh, he's with us today. Yeah. Phantom is at home. Ringo is at home. Mm-hmm. And we're with Oscar. We're watching yeah. Oscar tonight. So if you hear any digging like you just did, or if you hear uh, woof woof, or maybe- Possible woof woof. A um, bark bark. Uh-huh. There may even be a growl growl. We heard a, a low snore not too long a ago. Snore. A low snore. A sigh. You might hear an, an Einstein-esque sigh. Yeah. He does that a lot. Yeah. <sighs> and I didn't even come up with theories about stuff like lights, light speed or whatever. <laughs> he invented light speed, right? Um, yeah, he invented lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, let's explain for those who don't yes, know what's happening in this episode. So... To preface, we're not going to have a thing of the month or a listener question because this is all about recommendations to you, yeah. the foolish, I mean, loyal listener of LA Meekly. So for months now, what, like two months now, mm-hmm. every chance we got on the street, shaking people down, we've been asking people, listeners, maybe some of them listen. I don't know. Most <laughs> of them are just people who are frightened on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have been asking you, give us categories of things in Los Angeles to rank our top threes of. Top three dogs in LA. <laughs> Oscar. Oh, okay, here we yeah. You say that now. What do you say when Ringo is home with you? Oscar's number three. <laughs> oh, Oscar's number two. Okay. Ringo and Oscar number one. <laughs> Oscar number three. Ringo number two. And then Oscar again at number one. <laughs> He's coming around the bend. <laughs> it's a tight one. So we have a lot of these categories yeah. to go through. And what other animals will appear <laughs> in this episode? I have a big surprise right outside of the door. <laughs> Top three yeah. animals that can interrupt this episode. Yeah, you just hear like uh, the Pasadena parrots screaming in the hallway. Uh, you might be a little surprised at who's in the hallway right now. <laughs> the ghost of P-22. <laughs> He's eating all the other guests. He's eaten two and three. (laughs) Yeah, so we have all of these different categories. I divided each of the categories into more general categories to be Mm. so coherent. I sent you the list of the order we're going to do. I did not send you all of what the different category names are and the titles I have for each category. No wonder wonder you said this was hard. You meant your task of coming up with puns (laughs) was hard. How can I make that? How can I put this in iambic (laughs) batameter? Oh, uh, countrymen, lend me your ears. At two, uh, um, uh, something wicked this way comes. Anyways, these are my uh, top three favorite ears in LA. 
To be lent. All the other phrases that were coined by Shakespeare. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, <laughs> uh, Darth chocolates. Um, <laughs> Darth chocolates. Darth chocolates. So I divided them into coherent categories. So okay. for each one, I listed, I, I put mine, the ones I'm going to say, in ascending order. So the first one I say is my three. The second one I say is my two. I did the same. You did the same. We, 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 both, were in sync. we both grew up in an American culture where we count down to the, the best. We both grew up in... In Dick Clark culture, <laughs> in a heavily Dick Clark influenced yeah, 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 yeah. society. It was, I mean, I thought he was president for most of my, my life. I thought, <laughs> I thought Dick he Clark was president in New Year's. Uh, Vice President Casey Kasem. I, I thought he was father time for <laughs> half my life. Do you have honorable mentions? I have a couple because uh-huh. there's, I tried to, like, I didn't want to stretch it of like, well, then why didn't we do just top five, top four? I tried, if we did top four, I still would have had honorable mentions. I, know, I I tried to minimize it as much as possible, uh-huh. but I have like two that I could not resist saying. Okay. Here so let's get started. We're, we're going to try to not talk too long for each one because right. there are a lot of these and we want some of them also people sent in duplicates, duplicates, duplicates. Yeah, replicants. They sent in replicants. We had to kill them. We're we had Blade to give them the Voight comp test. <laughs> when you look at a turtle, what do you feel? <laughs> we had to give a Vandekam test. We had to feed it a bunch of bread. <laughs> see if they died. Fish sticks. Yeah, it's a bird. <laughs> Top three sensations when you hold a human baby. <laughs> Hungry? No, no, no. If your suggestion didn't make it, because there were also a few that like neither of us had any answers for, like dispensaries or dispensaries. <laughs> it's dis. It's dispensaries. Dispensary. Okay. I mean, I, we could have asked, but yeah, <laughs> I should have called Kush Plus or whatever. <laughs> You should have, yeah. We have so many friends who smoke marijuana, both medically and uh, recreationally, who could have uh, And some illegally. Some, some illegally. Um, they, they, the way they do it is illegal. <laughs> uh, I outsourced one, and my, you know, Ada, my beautiful girlfriend, ran through and was like, hey, you forgot about this one. So I've had some help with my list. I got one thing from Melissa, your beautiful girlfriend, Melissa, <laughs> um, but I tried not to, I, like, I didn't want to, there's a few categories that I'm like, well, Greg's just going to have to answer yeah. this one. <laughs> but there's a... Sub- Bars. There- <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me guess. There, there were a few things where I was like, I don't want to answer this as, you know, someone else's. Like, I wanted this to be my perspective. Sure, sure. And only my perspective. So you should, I hope you guess what my top threes are for each Oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's favorite park in the city, I guess it's like whatever one has food in it. It's what my... Whichever one is within a three ball. <laughs> That's another thing with this. There's a lot of duplicate answers that yeah. fell yeah. into. But I also realized, like, I don't think I leave a five mile radius. Yep. And I don't think I do more than 10 things uh-huh. over and over and yeah, over. Yeah. This was, this it was, was startling. It was startling, it was startling <laughs> and upsetting uh, revelation at the end of these answers. Cause I tried to, I tried to vary things, but I also didn't want to lie right. and say like, Oh, this is my second favorite. And really I just wanted to mention a place. Yeah, I didn't want to sound like, Oh, so he went to Balboa park again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh wow. He, uh, he only knows two places to yeah. park and drink at, yeah. uh, under the bridge on fourth yeah. street, <laughs> under the bridge on seventh on street. top of the bridge on fourth street <laughs> inside the bridge. <laughs> I know a hideaway. Is that Mozart or Beethoven? The, the bust? Oh, that's Shakespeare. <laughs> no, no. Shakespeare had more Let me pick thrills. him up. By any other name, <laughs> it would be Beethoven. But yeah, Beethoven's Beethoven here. looks a little Not, bit... It, that's the second dog that's going to show up. Oh, Beethoven yeah. is going to be here. And, and boy, are, he's going to... He's out of control. Uh, but the family loves him. And I Third forgot. dog, Cujo. <laughs> We're going to end the night with Cu- a Cujo sighting. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of uh, a certain kind of dog trying to break in the room and kill us, but <laughs> we'll just try to ignore it. Beethoven looks like the little kid with the boomerang in um, Road Warrior. He looks like a grown up and maybe like got adopted. This man is an Austrian legend. (laughs) 
And you're he's going the to- only Austrian legend. <laughs> no, nothing else from Austria ever happened. He was so good. All other names are clear. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who else? Who? Name it. Name it. Name a single <laughs> other Austrian. Yeah, some of these. Some of these Top were three favorite Austrians. <laughs> some of these were really, really quite hard. But let's get into, let's it. Go into it. We've got a lot of them. Okay, so this is our first category. Okay. Oh, the places will tell you to go. <laughs> so this is the places category. <sighs> Different okay. places. Sure. Who wants to go first? You go first. Okay. So are you go one, 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 or are you going to do your three? Let's. I'm going to. Um, you do your three. I'll do my three. Yeah. Okay. Just so that this doesn't take seven hours. Sure. Okay. So since it's summer, we're going to start with beaches. Oh yeah. Suggested where by the beaches it, at? Where the but. No, that wouldn't have worked for this pun title because it's not beaches, it's places. Okay, okay so okay. I, yeah, I get it. I know that that was funny to say, but like <laughs> we have rules here. <laughs> and the rule is only I come up with the pun titles. This one is from none other than Amelia Uranga third, The fan, the, the phantom host of the show. The top three hosts of top LA three. <laughs> Um, So he's at least number two. Yeah. So my top three beaches. And again, yeah. I'm not a big beach guy, but I will say Santa Monica. Do you want me to say um, like... If you feel compelled to... I'm going to give my explanations as I go. You don't have to for each one. I mean, some of them... I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> if you feel compelled to explain. Santa Monica. Yes. It's iconic. They've got the pier. There's mm-hmm. a lot to do. Yeah. Not a great beach, maybe like sand beach to be on. Sure. So that's why number two, I have Zuma. Zuma is... <laughs> that is an actual beach and it's easy to park there. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the beach that was most accessible to me growing up. Uh-huh. And number one, with a bullet. A bullet in the shape of an engagement ring. <laughs> Leo Carrillo yes. State Beach, a combination of beachy stuff and also really nice. And there's tide pools. Tide pools. And there's an engagement pool. Yeah. Uh, you have to put a permit in to uh, yeah. propose to your girlfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, three perfect examples of beaches in Southern California and yeah. particularly Los Angeles area. Santa Monica, I also picked for my number three by mm. the pier specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That's the area yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of. Because I include the pier in that because mm-hmm. that's part of It's almost like the boardwalk. Yeah. 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 And it's, it has the intersection of the boardwalk and the pier. But I remember being a kid and some of my better memories of going to the beach as a child were like right next to the long stands that hold up the pier. <laughs> so having the shade there. So you were under the pier drinking. <laughs> Yeah, drinking a a bottle of milk. <laughs> a bottle of my mommy's milk. Yeah. Number two, Doc Weiler. Classic. Okay. It's the southern version of Zuma, pretty much. Right. They talk, it gets talked about with the same That's amount the of one that you can have bonfires and wild, stuff. I was going to say wildfires. You can yeah. have wildfires. You yeah. can have a, a bonfire of the vanity. You can try to burn, burn the ocean down. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you can. I think last time, yeah, they have the pits. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. The only one that you're allowed to have that. They have that in Bolsa Chica. What the uh, hell's that? It's uh, in like the Long Beach area. No, I could have put that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've only ever gone to Bolsa Chica like right at dusk, so I haven't spent like a whole right. day there. But I Bolsa Chica should be the only. Save it for the category of top three beaches to spend the night on when you've been kicked out. <laughs> when you've been kicked out, and my number one, of course, for so many reasons, Redondo Beach. I was thinking Redondo also, but it's a good beach for Redondo. The only thing to me I know about it is the pier or the, uh, the boardwalk, the boardwalk, yeah. boardwalk or pier. It's both. kind of both. It's yeah. kind of both. Yeah. That that's really great. Yeah. But I had to factor in like sand beach part for this category. Sure. And I don't remember if there's much sand beach. There, there. is a lot of sand beach there yeah. and it runs in between. It's like Playa Vista to the South or East. I don't know directions. And then like what, um, Hermosa or Manhattan, I think it's Manhattan. Manhattan is a north of Redondo. Yeah, Manhattan it is. is north of Redondo. Yeah, it's north of Redondo. And it's situated perfectly, and it's just a nice little, like, it, it's kind of 
in a little suburbanish area and it's it's nice it's, it's not nice hard to beach. get to and it's a nice beach and it's low-key as opposed to like santa monica venice uh malibu has all the models I, and everyone's gorgeous <laughs> running around. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's pumping pump iron, iron. Fr- straight out of Austria. Yeah. <laughs> but you get like a lot of families and it's just like a, a little low-key cool beach to be at. And plus you have Tony's on the pier, which is really nice. Oh, here we go. Tony's More like pier. Tony's under the pier for you. <laughs> so let's go, let's move on to the next okay. one. The next one is from Rafael Mazor. Buildings. Top three. Who You want to switch off who goes yeah, first? we'll switch okay. off. My number three, I, I might be a little biased on this, but I think it's a beautiful building. And what it serves, the community is fantastic. And it's just a strange looking place in a secret little park. I picked Brand Library okay, as my number three. here we go. Brand Library, a beautiful <laughs> building that stole all its designs from India. Uh, <laughs> number two, nobody's going to argue with me here, Clifton's. Okay. Clifton's is a great building. The, the, I, are, you th- are you considering building on the inside um, because to me, what's on the outside the is what matters. I, well, I mean, there's not much to it, but it's also just an old building that's still running that you can go inside of. Like that is factored in right. for me. Oh, then I could have picked the no Richfield Oil isn't still up, right? No, that was demolished, that was demolished. a long time ago. That's another thing we didn't pick places that no longer exist. Yes, we yeah, we didn't do that. Oh, my number one. This might also be an inside building too, an inside job. The a Bradbury building. Every time I, I'm there, I'm just. I mean, the outside is also very. That's beautiful. definitely an inside job. That's an inside job. Yeah. But if I had to pick from exterior, which I didn't consider before, City Hall is just. It's t- okay. it's uh, PP and balls, but it's it's a great building. And I got on. Uh, you know, I don't want to put this on my list because you know you're not supposed to like it. <laughs> the, so my honorable the, the American Boone building. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, honorable mention, but, you know, the Scientology Celebrity Center. That is, is a really cool building. It's a really nice... Yeah. Is it st- okay, it's still blue, right? Or it, it's always no, been blue. That's the main build, the main one. Oh, the Celebrity okay. Center is the one oh on God, uh, Franklin. Picked, what's your top three cults? <laughs> Active cults in Los Angeles. You know that Nixium. I have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd also like to bring up my coworker, Maddie. I asked her, what's uh, what do you think about buildings? And she mentioned... Uh, <laughs> this is how you hit on your coworkers. <laughs> this is how I just f- figure out where people live. The Minion at Universal is uh, one of the best. <laughs> structures that we have and i realize that it's now the hood ornament to the valley it uh it it's more of like the truck nuts of the <laughs> valley uh you know bringing up the scientology buildings that the, the both, both the blue them. one Three and of the them. one the, the one on Hollywood Boulevard too, near um, I think it's Coanga, yeah. the big brick one that we yeah. saw Elizabeth Olsen come out of. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> not to cast any aspersions. <laughs> not, not trying to out any uh, Scientologists out there. Those are really nice they buildings. Are. I didn't even consider them, and I don't want I don't want to put them on a list because they're Scientology buildings. But. I got to get clear again. <laughs> well, do you want to hear mine, or do yes, you still yes, have six more to add on to your wow. top three? <laughs> Rude. You hear that? Also, maybe I like buildings. So okay, mine number three, Chinese theater. Yeah, historic, but also. Pretty striking and so weird and unique. Yeah, considering the courtyard, the, the courtyard also, yeah. a, a what a loss that would be. Like, what oh, a, what a, if it turned that into um, what, what's the guy who took over um, Scientology? Yeah, Scientology. L. Ron Hubbard, the guy who took over the Pig and Whistle and completely oh, ruined yeah. everything. They're going to turn into a Taco Bell yeah. cantina. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to turn into Panda Express cantina. Yeah. It, th- that's also a testament to LA's weird like yes. uh, cultural appropriation that becomes iconic and uh, yeah, inseparable yeah. from the city. I love cultural appropriation. <laughs> My number two, yeah. we're going back into Santa Monica. I'm okay. picking the Georgian Hotel. Yes. Which oh, is yeah. a really old, but also looks so cool. Like yes. it, it looks straight out of the coolest place. 
Miami. <laughs> like it, it looks, Miami. it looks so. It is. It's yeah. a beautiful building right by the beach. It, mm-hmm. It's really cool. When I picture Amy Simple McPherson going missing <laughs> from her favorite room named after her, I thought it was at the Georgia, but it's at some other place, and it was disappointing. <laughs> by my number one building, and you almost said this. You were thinking about it. The Eastern Building. The Eastern Building. Yes, it is. I think that's the best looking building in the whole city. You're probably right. Green. Yeah. Art <laughs> Green. Green. Uh, what else needs to be said about it? It's not easy. Um, yeah, the Eastern buildings of that era of uh, Art Deco decadence. Of it, I mean, is there any better looking era than Art Deco? No. And it's the best. Like it's, it's like a world class Art Deco. Yeah. Like it's it's like. It's got the style of like the Chrysler building, mm-hmm. but it's green. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of grass and Kermit. And what's better than that? This is how they pitch the Hulk. <laughs> he's got all the charisma of the Chrysler building, but he's green. But he's green. This is Stan Lee straight out of Queens going into Manhattan. With all due credit, it's also mostly Kirby. <laughs> No. no, no, Kirby's pink. <laughs> well, let's go to the next one. Okay. So going hand in hand with that yes. of buildings, this is from K. Morton Art on Instagram. Hi, Kim. Programmatic architecture. If you don't know what that means, that's buildings that look like things. Yep. Okay, so two of these are very similar. I'm sure we have the same three. I think we do. The first one is the donut hole in La Puente. Do mm-hmm. we have the same three? We have the same one. Okay. Donut hole is beautiful and strange and... Uh, I think I can eat it. And they tell me I can't, but I think I can. <laughs> and the staff tells me I can't. <laughs> Number two, this one is kind of a stretch, but it fits technically and it is iconic. The Capitol Records building, okay. which is supposed to look like a stack of stack records. Of records. Stack of pancake like records. it's not like, you know, it's not a dog with a pipe in its mouth, but it is <laughs> It is a, rec- a stack of yeah, records. You're right. And I do like that building a lot. Yeah, we walked to that building. I found pictures the other day of us walking through <laughs> that building. <laughs> I think that might have been when we saw Elizabeth Olsen coming out oh, of the yeah, Scientology right. Center. Yeah. Uh, uh, what we were doing that night? No idea. I have no idea. <laughs> because we got brainwashed by Scientology. <laughs> Number one, I bet we have the same one. Let's mind meld. Programmatic architecture. Programmatic oh architecture. architecture. One, one, two, three. three. Randy's Donuts. Whoa. Okay, okay. No. Let me, let's do mine. Randy's okay. Donuts. I mean, it's a donut. You should have known that I would have picked one with alcohol. That's how I knew that you weren't. We didn't have the same number one. <sighs> that is, I I have never been there. Well, it's oh, not right. like I've been inside the Capitol Record building. Well, either. I mean, they won't let you. That's a different <laughs> argument you're having. I told them I've got a brand new version of the Entertainer, <laughs> and they won't let me in. Talk about Randy's donuts, big donut, big donut. Big donut. <laughs> I mean, it's it, how, how does it get any more programmatic than that's a true. giant donut on top of Iron it? Man? Like, did sit inside of it. That Bob's big boy, but that's not a building. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's just one man. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a big boy. He's not a, he's not a really big boy. Yeah. I mean, it's a donut. It's a donut. Well, okay. So tell me yours since- My number two just so opened- So your number three was the donut hole. Uh-huh. So, okay. My number two just opened up recently. I've gone there. It's great. Tale of the Pup. I, it, I, the, I thought about that too, but I haven't been there yet. So I felt weird picking it. It's a big hot dog. <laughs> Put the big hot dog through the big donut. <laughs> That's how you get donut hole. And like I just revealed, my number one, of course, is Idle Hour, which is a great bar. It's in the shape of a barrel. You go inside of the barrel. And there's another big thing. There's a dog. The dog with the pipe. pipe. Yeah. 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 Okay. That is a two for one. It's a two for that, one. That's a, that's a babushka. Yeah. Program. It's a programmatic babushka. And it's at the one of the worst intersections this city has to offer. And I still brave through it. I'm brave. Because we have something about intersections coming up. Yeah. And I was thinking, should I pick that intersection? The one one street over that's just as bad. And then that eight way stop no. sign <laughs> and Beverly Hills. Yeah. I, yeah. No, that is one of the worst intersections. That is. Mm, deduct some points for yeah, me. Yeah. Small. Uh, should we move to the next one? Yep. This one's from Joanna Linkhorst. Oh, hi, Joanna. Of uh, Rock Haven. Save Rock, Rock Haven. Haven. Friends mm-hmm. of Rock Haven. Who knows? She might get mentioned later. Who knows? Uh, 
She's had her. No free plugs. <laughs> so this one she suggests is Viewpoints. Great suggestion, by the way. Yes. Several people did suggest this one, but she was the first. I had a long list. This is one where I actually had to sort and right. cut. Yeah. Number three, of course, everybody knows this one. Griffith Observatory has one of the best views in the city. We should have mind-melded. We should have mind-melded. Yeah, that is a great view. The three I picked yeah. are three different areas oh, right, of the right. city to see, but the Griffith Observatory one is like the best view of downtown and like the mid-city. Yes. It doesn't get better than that. You're absolutely right, yeah. Uh, my second one, we learned about this, I think together we went together, the scenic deck at City Hall. Oh, okay. That's a good That's view a good of the one. city. You yeah. get the industrial stuff. You turn, go to the right, because you get like a 360 view of the city. Yeah. And it's free. It's freebie. Yeah. I think we went, we learned about it and went there like a week before City Hall got shut down for, for rice. Or yeah. Rice or rice? Was it rats? Or it was rats. Was it, uh, the rats may have had lice. <laughs> they carried the plague. Uh, yeah, because all the articles that were like, eh. The lice had fleas. The lice had fleas. Yeah. Or like, uh, there's rats in City Hall. Also, there's vermin. Um, <laughs> My number one, though, I went to again recently. And, you know, I think this every time I go there, but like I, I was so stunned. It was like, I think like a day after it was either raining or the day after it rained, but it was just a beautiful day out. Forest Lawn in Glendale has a fantastic okay. like view of up the where city. the cross is, uh, where the museum. Uh, you like hang on to you one hang, yeah. arm, each arm of the of yeah, cross. You, you be one of the devil or angel on his shoulders and you just get a view <laughs> of everything. If you're the angel, you get to see Dodger Stadium, ironically. <laughs> but if you're the devil, you get to see uh, Sun Lantonga. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of depends what you tell him. Honorable mention, I just thought about it. Let's not forget the Getty Center. Yeah, I, I can one up the Getty Center though. I, th I, have, I think I have a... <laughs> Greg, this? get this. I've got a better Getty Center for you. <laughs> so my three. Yeah. So I'm tr I'm taking you all around the city now. Uh -huh. Number three for me, Reseda Point. Up Reseda oh, and Porter right. Ranch, you see the whole valley and mm -hmm. you can see downtown in the distance. So if you want to see the whole valley, that's where you want to go. Yeah, boy. Um, uh, and you do want to see the whole, <laughs> the whole valley. <laughs> the valley is the whole. Um, oh. <laughs> I oh, believe no. Greg... Don't you live in the valley? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's valley adjacent for sure. It's a valley, the valley annex. <laughs> so my number two, yeah. this is a place I learned about and went to for our hit viral video oh, on right. TikTok. It's called the Queen's Necklace Overlook in Palos Verdes Estate. Mm, right. It's a view of the, like best view of the ocean you're going to get in, like everywhere up to Santa Monica sure. and like a really good view of the ocean. Yeah. You're telling me, I, I still want to go there. Yeah. There's no other reason to go over there than that view. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people might disagree with you, but okay. Oh, what? You want to see the, the houses slide? down the hill that's what you want to see you want to go loot those yes! houses <laughs> rooting the hill on yeah come on you can do it come on my number one yeah griffith observatory oh great for reasons stated above yes I, that that is my top view in the city especially now that it's impossible to park up there that so makes me want it more yeah <laughs> I, I i park near the greek now and will walk up so when you get to the top it feels like a treat like you yeah. like a reward a won. nice refreshing view of the, of city. the city that i have to walk back down to well the next category yeah. we have this is from bruce babcock hi bruce this one college campuses okay this one's, uh, it made me wonder, do I like college? <laughs> Did I go to college? <laughs> Other than like, uh, one really, I wonder if we have any nice college campuses here. I mean, I, I there are some that I like. I, I'm, you're going to see that I don't really know how to talk about college campuses. So my number three, USC. Okay. Only because the buildings are really old, old and cool. There's yeah, a lot of brick. cool buildings. I can't say that there's much to do. Other than look at the buildings. We're just strictly talking about the campus. 
we're not talking about the fact that it's next to certain museums. No, I, I'm talking about the accreditation. Their, their, their tuition prices, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about just the campus. Just okay. what the second you like, I'm not going to say the Natural History Museum is part of USC. No, but like <laughs> it's certainly a cool thing about being on the college campus. I guess. Okay, I get. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. My number two, the Claremont Colleges. Okay, we went there again for our hit viral video. They're really big and open, and it's like a huge, expansive right. and expensive campus. But my number one with a bullet is UCLA, because mm-hmm. it's not just the buildings look really great, but there's a lot of places to just sit yeah. and see things. There's a botanical garden that's yeah. really nice. There's a museum there, which USC has also, but yeah. uh, this one's better. Really cool old building, like yeah. the library and the theater. Yeah. yeah Royce they, Hall. Royce Hall. I saw John Waters there. Uh, the Coincidence. <laughs> Yeah, and they have because they have the film preservation stuff there. Their library is fantastic at mm-hmm. UCLA for if you're into film studies. My number three was Occidental College in Eagle Rock, which is a little bit hidden. It's but it's an old college and it's a very nice campus. I like walking around there. I've never been there. Well, you don't care about Obama and you voted for McCain, so it just it makes a lot of sense to me that uh, you don't know what Occidental is. Yeah, I, I hang out where McCain went to school. He went to CSUN. <laughs> Mine number two, like you, USC, great old campus. Always makes me want to read detective novels for some reason. Yeah. And then you leave the campus and you're in South Central. Um, you're not in South Central. <laughs> and you're in a detective novel. Yeah. <laughs> and my number one, also like you, UCLA, is beautiful. It's by far the nicest. I mean, it's it like is. a world-class, not that these others aren't. But and you it's leave like, and you're in Westwood. And you leave and you're in Westwood. Yeah, it's a very beautiful campus. And it's very big, too. Like, it's kind of hard to walk around. Yeah, It's huge when you have to park by the cemetery, like I do, because it's free. And But where you're going is, like, on the football field. Yeah, you're walking to Bel Air. Yeah. Uh, Well, I came all the way from West Philadelphia for this. (laughs) Where I was born and raised. (laughs) You know, some things happen on the playground, but I don't want to talk about it. So let's move on to the next one. This one is from writing on the walls underscore LA, of which he suggested many good ones. So his name, that's his Instagram handle. He's he's got a lot coming up. Parks. Okay. Randall Park. Great actor. (laughs) Um where you said that, and I was like, oh, I haven't been to Rand. Do they have picnics at Randall Park? This was really hard because I really like the parks in our area. And there's so I've had so many good memories at so many parks that are all over the city. But I really had to narrow it down to which yeah. parks do I really enjoy just being in. Even if it was a bad situation, I'd still be like, well, I'm, a nice, I'm, a, I'm in a nice park. Even the time I was kidnapped. Yeah. It, it, well, it happened in a nice park. My number three, and this was hard. I can't believe this is my number three. But my number three is Leopoldi Park in Elysian Park. A okay. sub park within the bigger park, right? Which is now apparently you can only do by reservation. What? Yeah, you can, you can only, only go to the park by reservation. Yeah, because it, they have to open a special gate to let you in. It's a long, like, it, it, but it's it's a beautiful little park within Elysian Park, named after the watercolor right. uh, artist. And we used to hop over the long uh, mountainside and skate there, and it was always very nice. My number two. Lake Hollywood Park, which just sits right underneath the Hollywood sign. Is that the one where the Andy Griffith? No, that's the um, the reservoir walk. Okay. But there's a park not too far away that you'd have to drive over to. Is there not a lake there? There's, no. <laughs> no. I mean, there's the man-made lake that's the reservoir. Right. But then this park, well, I think it's called Lake Hollywood Park. It's the park that sits directly under the Hollywood sign. It's a flat green park. Everybody goes. Dogs are off leash, even though it's not a dog park, and you probably shouldn't <laughs> do that. And it's, it's beautiful, and it's just nice to look at the Hollywood sign. Everyone's, you know, all the influencers are there, and you get to make fun of them. Oh, uh, influencer park. Yeah, influencer park. It should be called that. My number one, of course, 
Not of course. I just like this. And when it pops up in movies, I get excited. It's got weird true crime history stuff too. Ferndale and Griffith Park. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're, went missing. you're picking sub parks within parks. This is interesting. I was going to pick Griffith Park and then I felt compelled to be like, these sub parks are right. my favorite. And then I'm like, why don't I just pick the smaller parks? Because I mean, Griffith Park is giant. Alicia Park yeah, is That's why it's an easy pick. Giant. <laughs> <laughs> it's half the city. It's Yeah, it really is like... Uh, and interesting, you didn't pick MacArthur Park, even though I know you spend a lot of time a there. A lot of money there. Um, so mine, number three, Balboa Park. Right. I got it. I, I, you like ghosts, you like ducks. That's your entire personality. No, no, no. That's, ba- that's not Balboa Park. Balboa Park is the giant park in the middle of the valley. Oh, it's in San Diego. Kidding. That's the one. <laughs> the, the, San, the San Diego Zoo's there. Right. Right here in Los Angeles. The San Diego Natural History Museum. I'm thinking of Duck Pond, yeah. Um, You're thinking of the Duck Pond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went there to film the video. We did. Yeah. There, there is a pond of ducks there, but there. this is a this is a big park. They have uh, the Duck Pond. You can ride boats shaped like ducks. You can fly model planes. They have the Japanese tea garden. Right. They have archery you can do on the weekend there. Oh, cool. There's bodies dumped weekly. <laughs> Thank you, MS-13. So, yeah, that that's, this is, I think, is my, no, no, I've mentioned the valley already, but yes. there's going to be a lot more valley. I, Number I two, I pick Griffith Park as a whole. As a whole, okay. Because there's so many, like. There's so many moving parts to it that, like, even if you pick the smallest little patch of yeah. grass, it's beautiful. And it has museums, it has a zoo. Well, yeah, it has multiple museums, it has a zoo. There's trails, uh, mm-hmm. formerly a lion that could eat you at any moment. Sure. If it's, uh, it's haunted, yeah. it's cursed. It's true. Number one, the duck pond. Los Encinos in Encino. You talked to me like I was crazy when I, I said that duck Why would pond? I pick something so niche, you yeah, idiot? You- at number three. <laughs> that sums up my personality and it's at number three. Good good thinking, Greg. <laughs> but it's a good place to hang out. It's quiet. Yeah. They have fun events. There's three haunted buildings in it. <laughs> it's such a small park. <laughs> How do they cram it in? <laughs> We've got park. some good parks. Brickle Park. Got- okay, so the next category. This is again from K. Morton Art okay. and fittingly, museums. Oh, yeah. Okay, this was really hard for me. I know. I, I know that it would be. My number three is the Autry. Okay. Because it has Western history, indigenous history, and then a huge amount of movie and TV stuff. Yeah, that I, I sound like such a... A, a John a, Wayne stumper? An idiot when I say that the film stuff is so exciting because I can't say, I saw guns and I got really excited. Yeah, uh, there's a wall of sheriff's badges, Greg. <laughs> Bunch of penalties here. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's I love the Autry. I, I, I wish that I had gone more in my life. You should have been with me. I was there like every weekend, it felt like. I wish that I had your childhood, but I got whatever I got. <laughs> I think I grew up in the Old West because I was at the Autry every weekend and I was also riding horses. Like yeah. I was taking horseback riding lessons. I think that you were a little cowboy. And I also had I had, I had TB. And I was wearing Buster Brown. <laughs> there was a guy. People used to call me their Huckleberry a lot. <laughs> I used to eat just hay. I wasn't just a cowboy. I was a horse. <laughs> um, a small mini horse. So my number two, yeah. Natural History Museum. Mm-hmm. Beautiful building, ton of stuff, and it's it's still expanding. They have a big, last time I went, which was many they years ago. Dinosaurs. You have dinosaurs last time I checked. And you see water, a couple of water shaking, you better watch out. <laughs> um, an alley Don't history. try the jello. <laughs> they have a big alley history section last time I they went. They like a big exhibit, which was, I, I you know, I love I love my city. She loves me. She needs me. Um, she my calls city. to me. She has a corner of a museum for me. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can't beat that museum yeah. except for my number one choice, which I picked the Getty. Right. Which one? The 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 Getty, not the villa. Okay, the Getty Center. The Getty Center. Yeah. That's right. Corporate Getty. Yeah. <laughs> Getty HQ. Yeah. Not Getty uh, Colombian drug lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's Getty Caligula. <laughs> 
not Getty Scarface. Um, it might not be the best art collection because that's it. Again, yeah. I can't pick LACMA because there is no LACMA anymore. Yes, so strange. The Getty might not have the best art collection in the city, yeah. but the museum itself is the art. Like yeah. it's such a nice museum. Yeah, it really is. And uh, in a little tram to get up there, there's some wine. Um, <laughs> You could hide under a staircase yeah, and drink staircase your wine and, there. Yeah, even though they're like, hey, we're letting you drink. I don't know why you're hiding. <laughs> I like it feels better this way. <laughs> the only way I get off is by hiding. Um, <laughs> and I like to look at your model of David. <laughs> <laughs> What's he thinking? My number three. I have the Natural History Museum as my number three. Okay. Autry is my number two. Wow. Because I went there more recently and I was right. more it's impressed. fresh in your mind. Because of the guns. Um, because <laughs> and of, we're, what, Greg, what are your top three gun reform laws? <laughs> Who are your three favorite snipers? <laughs> Who are your three favorite donors to the NRA, Greg? <laughs> Last time I went to the Autry, I was given a um, tour by the Link Horses, hmm. uh, and uh, it was very nice, and I just enjoyed myself. And It's I, a good museum. Yeah, it's a very nice it's museum. It's a unique museum also. Yeah, and it's right next to the freeway, so if I needed to, uh, you know, <laughs> if I sold guns from the collection, I needed to go on the run, I could do that. <laughs> My number one is the La Plaza Museum, which we got a tour okay. of, we did a field trip of, and it's right dead center in the middle of the city. It makes me, you know, when you're there and you're learning about LA history, you become, I become way more appreciative of where I'm at. Like yeah. it centers me more than any other museum does. It, I mean, it really is sort of a museum of Los Angeles. Yes. And it's, in one of the oldest buildings, which I couldn't pick that building, right. the Brunswick <laughs> building. Uh, it's, it's just a, it's a beautiful space. And I really enjoy myself when I'm there. And, and then when you leave, you're like, uh, Union Station's right there. Philippe's is right there. Oh man, I could get Mr. Churro, just like they said <laughs> in the museum. <laughs> the historic Mr. Churro. <laughs> Back then, he was Don Churro. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next one. Okay. We've got a ton of these. Yeah. This one is from Suzanne True Love. Hi, Suzanne. Streets to Drive. This was maybe the hardest yeah, one for me. Yeah, this was really this hard. This was really difficult. Because I'm a cruiser. I come from a long line of cruisers. I love to cruise. I love to waste gas. In the strict uh, 70s underground sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. to cruise. I like to, and, and I like to cruise. <sighs> okay. I have a love and I had to pick because these two, the the street I cut out intersects with the street I picked for number three. <laughs> and I had to pick like, which one do I like cruising on more? I really like going down Figueroa Street. Long okay. cruise. And it takes you to the, you know, you go to South LA. And it also goes up towards like Eagle Rock. You go on the freeway a little yeah. bit. Then you go through um, Highland Park. It's a nice cruising street. That's a good street. Yeah. Especially when you get stuck in traffic next to the Staples Center. It's great. Oh, top three names for Staples Center. <laughs> Incest.net. <laughs> My number two, you can go from, I believe, like the western or the eastern edge of the valley all the way to Glendora. I love me a Foothill Boulevard oh, that's through La Crescenta, through, you know. An, it, there's interesting stuff. Yeah. This it, is this is like your your country road this is, choice yeah this is my country road choice this is for all of our middle los angeles listeners the flyover the parts hill of los people angeles. yeah and my number one it's a new one and it's not very it's a new one it's it's a it's a new it's street the purple line i love the drive part. on the purple line sierra madre boulevard uh, there's a okay. strip that goes through sierra madre it's probably like six blocks but it's very like mayberry Okay. And I really like driving. I really like cruising. It's just like... Just when I thought you couldn't get any more backwards. I'm becoming more and more secluded. Post-pandemic, <laughs> I'm going further and further in the hills. You're whittling more and more yeah. these days. And stop me. And honorable mention for um, Lake Avenue in Pasadena. Goes all the way up to Eaton, or not Eaton Canyon, whatever the haunted forest is up there in Altadena. <laughs> but it's great. It's a great drive, and I'm always surprised to find stuff there. Well, mine, we don't have any overlapping ones at all. My number three, Sunset Boulevard. Yes. I mean, 
it's not exactly pleasant when you're the driver, but if yeah. you're the passenger on Sunset Boulevard, there's so much stuff to look at. There really is, yeah. Iconic. Number two, of course, my beloved Ventura Boulevard. Ventura Boulevard. I knew that was... Ventura Boulevard. I'm surprised that's not number one. <laughs> well, my number one, this was a choice, like this was almost a begrudging number one. I had to put Wilshire Boulevard uh-huh. because you can see like the best of the city has to offer yeah. if you're on Wilshire. If you go all the way down Wilshire, you can see, ev- you can see everything. everything. Yeah. Remember we went to the... Um, Porcelain exhibit for our field trip, and they had like a panoramic six shots of the entirety of Wilshire from yeah, downtown yeah. to the ocean. I remember thinking, like, oh, Wilshire really does have everything and on it. It's got every. It's it's got everything. It's got traffic. It's got <laughs> the most red lights I've ever seen in my life. It's got everything. Um, and RFK died right here. <laughs> All that and RFK's death site. No, it also has Biggie's death it does. site. It's yeah. got. Hey, you get. To- Name a celebrity. I bet they died <laughs> they on Wilshire. They've been shot on Wilshire Boulevard. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah. So this one is from Dr. Shiloh of okay. the LA Not So Confidential podcast. Hi, Shiloh. This is street intersections. Okay. This was really tricky yes, for me. Was. So I had to put for my number three, I put Broxton and Weyburn in Westwood. Okay. Because yeah. there's two movie theaters yeah. and a donut place. And there's a cho- <laughs> there's a cookie place not far away. Diddy Reese is not far away. And we bombed horribly at a comedy place also not far away. Uh, within arm's reach as the donuts were. Yeah. So were our failing comedy careers. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, not exactly a nice intersection, but it has like a, a one of those scrambles you can get. Mm-hmm. It, you can go every which way. Oh, I just go in the middle and freeze. You know what sounds good at right now is a scramble. Um, <laughs> I like a Wayburn scramble is what I like. <laughs> So that's my number three. Number two, I'm going to say Hollywood and Highland because I like to see what the dinosaur is wearing on top of uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. We have both in other episodes have said that is the worst intersection. In it's the horrible. City. It's horrible when you're driving. Yeah. But as a pedestrian, it's kind of exciting. I think it's only good for the dinosaur. It's I mean, now we're talking Jurassic Park again. <laughs> also a place that we've bombed within arms reach. Oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Mel's driving. I watched someone go to sleep while I was performing comedy. <laughs> And my number one, I'm going to say Radford and Ventura, which it's not the, again, this one is not the best physical intersection, but it's a gateway to fun things in either direction. Okay. If if you're on Sunday, there's a farmer's market where I see celebrities all the time. Yeah. Hayden Christensen, um, (laughs) Bobby Moynihan. Celebrities and Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Other Jedis. (laughs) Um, You know, if you go west, there's like, you know, the Barnes and Noble and all that stuff. If huh. you go east, there's a lot of fun restaurants. Sure. So I, I think that's kind of a good jumping off point. But yeah. again, the intersection itself kind of sucks. But like it, what it stands for is, is good. What it, I, I like what it stands for. My three, I really had to think about it. Number three is, you won't know this one. It's Pico Boulevard and Appian Way, which I have dubbed Noir <laughs> Alley. Countrymen, lend me your ears. <laughs> this one is right next to... Casa Del Mar Hotel in Santa Monica, where what's the cult that stayed there? Sinanon stayed there. There's a dark alley, which I call Noir Alley, <laughs> and uh, the end of Pico, where it runs into the ocean. And just all three of those things combined in my brain to be like a really cool, okay, uh, coastal old crime, dark, n- dark noiry feeling little area that I walk. Okay. O- I like to walk around pretending. Hey, I picked Hollywood me. and Highland. I can't. No, you, I can't you, ding you. Yeah, you can't. But, you, what is the dinosaur wear on top of the Synanon building? <laughs> a gift it's, mask. It's got a shaved head. <laughs> Number two, in South Pasadena, we have Mission Road and Meridian Street, which is where Michael Uh-oh. Myers' okay. house is at. Go. The gold line's there. You have that, a Monarca, that is a good intersection. It is a good end. Monarca Bakery. Another bad one to drive through, though. Yeah, it's not great to move around the gold line. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful... I just love it. It feels so homey. It feels like 
Haddonfield. <laughs> the safest place. The in safest the place as long as it's uh, October 29th. Yeah. For 364 days <laughs> of the year, the nicest town in America. And my number one, my favorite intersection in the city is in Angelino Heights. It's Carroll Avenue and Douglas Street. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Standing there looking at the house that was in Mad Men and you're like, oh boy, oh geez. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my favorite intersection in the city. Yeah. I was trying to think of ones that were like, what is a place where you're driving and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is like a nice lake. Yeah. I could not think of any. So I picked Hollywood and Highland. <laughs> <laughs> the next best. Oh, it's a lake of urine. Oh, I really like to drown right now. <laughs> Hello and Highland. <laughs> All right. So the next one, we're still in the same places category. This is okay. from Chrysel. Hi, Chrysel. 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 I said that. Uh, it's pronounced Chrysel. Okay. <laughs> Chrysel. Uh, Chrysel, Jeffrey. Freeway interchanges. Okay. This one is also really tricky. It, it turns is out. because I don't like to change the freeway. I like to yeah. just zone out as much as possible. I don't like to think <laughs> about having. I put my brain on Tesla <laughs> autopilot. I picked for number three. The five north becoming the one eighteen west. Wait, okay. That's when you go up the up the long windy thing that goes in the air, and I think about the motorcycle. Isn't that cop. the four oh five? Is it the four oh five to the one eighteen? To the one, the one. I think it's all three of. No, it might be all three of them. The one. I think it's the four oh five. But I catch it when I'm on the five. But I'm trying to think of what happens to the four oh five at that point. And it might also be. It might be the five four oh five one eighteen uh, interchange. Uh, uh, oh, oh no! Are you talking about the one that goes through like Silmar Lakeview Terrace? Kind of, yeah. Okay, that has that does have a ramp. A of ramp. Sorts. A ramp takes you in the air, and then you're on the 118 going, I believe, west. I yeah. don't know directions. Number two, I picked this almost out of spite. The chaotic 110 South musical chairs outside of downtown, where everyone's just oh, doing god. this. Oh god. And I, I like it because I know where I'm going. Because <laughs> it's a beautiful ballet. Yeah, it's a be- yeah, exactly. A wonderful dance that we're all, some of us are doing waltzes. Some of us are doing a two-step. Yeah, some of us are doing a square dance. <laughs> I take that almost every day now and just watching everyone just like go in the opposite direction. Yeah, it's an adrenaline rush. That, that'll wake you up. There's a, there's a beauty to the ugliness. Yeah, exactly. And then I picked for my number one, and this goes either way, being on the two going to the 210 or the 210 going to the two, but you're in such a, another backwoods one in La Crescenta by the Olive View Hospital, where either way you're going, you're just so high up above the city that it just feels like you are safe. <laughs> There's a safety and a quiet about being on those two freeways. Okay, this is interesting. So my number three is yeah. I, I'm going to pick the 101 East branching off past the 134 Either way, because that's when the traffic lets up. There's horrible traffic, and then you get through it, and there's no traffic for like five minutes, and then you hit traffic. And then you hit traffic outside Griffith Park. Uh, The champagne bottle opens. All the pressure has been building for what feels like an hour and a half. You're soaring through the air, and then you just splatter onto (laughs) the cement. The cork hits the light, and then the shatters. It goes straight down the bride's throat. (laughs) So my number two, 405 north to the 118 west because of the big view you get on the ramp. Oh, yes, So the 405 is the one I'm thinking of. Every time I think, I do think of the earthquake, but it is a nice nice view. A nice, a big view. It's like Haddonfield, 364 (laughs) days of the year. And my number one. The 134 to the two north because you are now in a, on a wide open road. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is very nice. It's a, it's a nice change of pace to get on the two and just and just get away from it. And all. just leave it all behind. <laughs> 
And no cop knows where I am right now. They don't even suspect. I turn my cell phone off. All right, the next one. Yeah. This is, again, from writing on the walls underscore LA. Hi. Bus lines. This one was really bad for me. It was really hard because I couldn't pick three. Um. <laughs> okay, so let me just... The only time I've taken a Metro bus in LA was with you. Oh, right, right. Um, where were we? Why were I we don't know them? why we were on the bus and I don't know what bus line it was. So I'm just going to pick that one. Was I trying to make you cool? Did it work? I haven't uh, checked out. Let me, wait a minute. I know how to tag. <laughs> so yeah, I must've been on a bus. I must've been on a bus. I know how to pee in public now. <laughs> I must've been on a bus. So whatever that one was. And then I'm going to, I have to cheat on this one. I'm going to pick the Hollywood Bowl shuttle. Sure. Which is not a great bus, but it, the alternative is even worse. Yeah. And then I'm going to pick the flyaway bus. Okay. To, get to the airport because that's a lifesaver sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you are very privileged. You're right to take the flyaway bus <laughs> to, to to not know uh, the metro lines intimately. <laughs> oh, you were a loved child. Oh, okay, yeah. you didn't. I was loved by my car. <laughs> my only friends were Manny Mo and Jack, <laughs> <laughs> and the Shell station down the street. Okay, for number for bus lines, number three is not bus, no bus. Oh, sounds pretty privileged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, number three is. The line four, MTA four, used to take me from downtown to Santa Monica. It was two hours, but if you really wanted to get away from home, a two-hour bus ride to the beach sounded really nice, especially <laughs> if you're just going to walk around and pretend to be Kurt Cobain and not have any money or anything to do. It was, it, was, it was a nice little ride, and going from Echo Park to Santa Monica felt like you. I just went to another state. Like I, It felt like in movies when people leave New Jersey and they get to New York City, and they're like, oh, stuff to do. <laughs> um, then 92 between Angelino Heights to Glendale, which I would take all the time to go to Glendale. Now that I live in Glendale, I'm like, why would I ever want to come here? <laughs> That's a good, easy ride, and you pass a lot of cool stuff on the way, and if I want to get off and go to Rockaway Records, if I want to go to Atwater, I could do that. Hmm. But why do you do that? It's more money. And my number one is the Echo Park dash line that goes between Echo Park, basically next to like right outside my house to trade tech and it would take you past the red line station if you needed to go there and then you go from there go anywhere else in the city that was my go-to and it was you know dash so it was like 75 cents yeah. uh, originally a quarter i remember that <laughs> i was thinking orange line i was like i'm never taking the orange line it's just a bus i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just something i wish i could hit with my car i don't know if the goal line counts as a bus line but the goal line is a fantastic little ride that's a trade <laughs> It's a when it's light rail. When that riding is, on the wall, light rail does not a bus make Shakespeare. I mean, if riding on the wall was asking particularly public transport or but he was not a bus, but he was not. All right. Well, if he wants to come back in a week and be like, "What's your favorite public transportation?" <laughs> I'd say walking. Okay, so the next one. Yeah. This was a late minute, late, late minute, late breaking edition. That's it from Jordan Tickton. Oh, hi, Jordan of JPL fame. Yep. Most overrated tourist attractions. Mm-hmm. Number three, we have Universal Studios. Okay. Well, I, I guess you can put wrong answers on some of these. <laughs> How dare you? Um, I, you know, I know I said we have to speed things up a little bit. <laughs> How dare you? Stop the music. <laughs> Hold the presses. Stop the recording. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's fine. You haven't been there lately. I've been for... And you don't like the magic of movie making. <laughs> you don't like the Psycho House? It's It's nice. It's fine. I just... It's very small. There's a lot of walking. I've only gone for um, a lot of walking. Halloween Horror Nights. So I like it for that. But You haven't been on any other rides? I've been on the rides for Halloween Horror Nights. Right. It's just so close to home that it doesn't feel exciting. That's why it's so fun. It's the magic of Disneyland in your own backyard. It's a quarter of the magic of Disneyland in your own backyard <laughs> for double the price. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, double the price. Uh, maybe 80% of the price. <laughs> double the price, it's like $430 million. <laughs> Number two, I do like this yeah, place. We'll strike that. Well, I mean, like the worst answers will be, <laughs> you know, for average out, so we'll discount that. This just goes for overrated, but I do like this place. 
But as far as a tourist thinking that it's a great place, Santa Monica Pier is not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, I like that it's kind of grimy, but a t- as yeah. a tourist attraction, it's not going to do I could maybe it. see that, but I did have a lot of fun on yeah. the Santa Monica Pier multiple times. I, I'm with you, and I, I I like it. I like the way it looks. I like being oh, yeah. there. I like knowing that Popeye was sort of greeted there. <laughs> but it's also like, as a tourist attraction, I can't, there's not much to, it's, there's an amusement man. You, you hate all the amusement park wheel. Next, you're going to tell me Six Flags is <laughs> overrated. <laughs> uh, Six Flags. Um, number one, the most overrated tourist attraction. Don't go. Don't, it's. I know that there's names on the ground. Okay. I know that it's iconic. Okay. Do not go to this place. The Hollywood Walk How of Fame. Dare you. This is it's like Universal Studios for free. I had <laughs> one of the scariest experiences of my life on 2 p.m. on a Saturday trying to get my dog to, uh, uh, what's the bookstore? Larry Edmonds. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was nice, but it was still insane. An insane place to find yourself. That's It's not a street. It's a circumstance. Don't blame the stars. No. <laughs> and you're going to yell at Rod Serling's star and yeah. say that. <laughs> you're going to tell me that this is Bill Cosby's fault? <laughs> Okay, so mine are all food related. Okay. Because I couldn't surprise. I couldn't bring myself to uh, well, I'm putting down food this time. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to put down a lot of the like tourist because I like all of them. Yeah. Like I have a lot of fun at all the places you just mentioned. You have tourist brain. I have tourist brain. Yeah. I've got a bit I like the dinosaur. <laughs> I like the big donut. Why are we here? It's a big donut. And I don't take the bus. <laughs> okay, so mine are all food. Two of these are going to offend a lot of people. Yeah. Portos. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. think is that great. You're a scumbag. Yeah, you hate Cuba. Uh, I get it. You're pro America. <laughs> you're you're part of the CIA program to assassinate Fidel Castro. I prefer the the Bay of Pigs restaurant <laughs> that uh, they opened up across the street. It yeah. failed. Um, the co-op number two, Grand Central Market. I think is overrated. Um, I think the food there is mostly just okay and really expensive. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, go ahead. Well, my number one, speaking of okay and always expensive, food trucks in general. Like I know LA right. is like, oh, you got to get food. I, yeah. I, the food truck, and I'm not talking about like taco stands. Those are great. But like yeah, food- the places that are like, I'm the flaming lobster. Yeah. No, it, no, no, you're not. I know the, <laughs> I'm the flaming I'm, lobster. I'm the flaming. You're overpriced. <laughs> Yeah, th- those places that have like give me uh, Hershey's Kiss to build a dream on. Sure, and it's like build your own Hershey's Kisses. Like those sorts of upscale food trucks. I do. I have never. Yeah. I got horrific food poisoning from one of them. You did, and they ordered it. Should have ordered food poisoning <laughs> on the menu. They said it was good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think it's good. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with you on that one. I. I I like some food trucks, but I don't like them enough to chase one down. Nor they've spend- never been good. And not only say I've never been good, but they've never, I've never, I will. The amount of money I've given them for food has never oh, felt right. No, 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 no. It's like, I'm poor. 20, so I'm being I should preface hearts. this. I ride the bus. I ride the bus. Okay. Let's go on to the next okay. one. This is from Lucas Simons. Hi, Lucas. Public outdoor staircases. Okay. Uh, I, we're going back to Hollywood, Greg. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the steps leading up to the Dolby Theater, the like oh, right. Oscar steps. The Oscar like, steps. Those step. are really nice. Yeah. Then you see all of the Oscar winners. Most glamorous steps in the world, question mark. And also they, I don't know if this is still there, but they used to have a side staircase in that like mall yeah. that would take you directly into the Grauman's courtyard. Okay. And when you went down it, it would play the piano as yeah. you walked on the steps. I think they still have those. Okay, good. The, I call that the piano staircase. <laughs> Number two, the high tower neighborhood stairs in Hollywood where the big high tower. Oh yeah, I went there recently. It's the, the quiet, yeah. really cool old houses. Tucked in a away. Weird little enclave. Yeah. 
Views. Yeah. Views. Views. And if you like a little long goodbye. Maybe yeah. Elliot Gould will be there. Yeah. And some topless women from the 70s. In their 70s. <laughs> now in their 70s. Now in their 70s. <laughs> and then number one, I'm going to say Grand Park leading up to the music yes. center. That is very nice. There's art. There's nice buildings. There's a park. Yeah. You get the city. That, yeah. Those are my okay. Those are my steps. <laughs> my steps. Number three, if you leave the Central Library in downtown outside on 5th Street. Across the street, there are stairs that go up to Hope Street. That's a really nice public outdoor staircase. And when you're up there on Hope Street, you're at where they end Night of the Comet. Uh, you just look <laughs> over like the library, the the culty little peak triangle, and you get a good view. And it's a nice little park area, you know, corporate parks. You can high-five the hand of God or yeah, whatever is up there. Yeah, and then you get to go into you know, second dimension. You transcend. <laughs> but that's a really nice staircase. I took my mom. She hated me for that. Number two, the piano steps in Silver Lake. Where do they oh, film? the ones at the Dolby Theater? Yeah, the ones at the Dolby Theater. Where they filmed the Laurel and Hardy sketch, which I, is... You know, I don't think I've ever been to the oh, piano steps. You should. That's very Obviously, nice. Obviously, I should. Like, it's crazy that I haven't. Yeah, it is. I agree. I agree that you you take the city for granted. I agree. <laughs> I wonder you're going to have to move to Palmdale and then you're going to be like, I wish, oh, I, had, I wish I had gone to the steps. They became the, the, the piano escalator. <laughs> oh, I should have seen it when it was still the steps. <laughs> My number one favorite st- stairs. This is uh, probably, of course, a very biased, like the, the dash, but the Echo Park stairs leading off of Baxter Street that go into Park Drive up the bridge of Elysian Park. Okay. Uh, that was just, you know, I used to walk there with my grandpa a lot. As a, in, in fifth grade, when they wanted to tire us out, they would just make us walk up the stairs and count <laughs> the whole way up and down. But I like it. It's just a nice view up top and it's just a good staircase. And you might find one of the bodies from the Hillside Stranglers there. You, you might. <laughs> if you're lucky. If, if you have a good eye. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. This again is from Writing on the Walls underscore LA. Hi. Check out his, his murals around town. He, yes. does, he did the E.T. one. He's done a lot of different oh, really? murals. Yeah, that's oh, that I know he did the E.T. one. Places to meditate. Okay. This was hard because normally my place to meditate is in my car on my break at work. My favorite place (laughs) to meditate is trying to meditate. Is failing to meditate is my favorite place to meditate. Oh, you mean place to start meditating and take a nap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just scream out in, uh, in pain. My number three, a very quiet park every time I've gone there. And you're just above the ocean and it's kind of haunted. So you might meditate and get possessed. Uh, Point Furman Park in oh, San Pedro is a very a good, good place to find yourself. And you got the big bell steps away. The Korean friendship bell is uh, steps away. I mean, away. you have to get in your car and drive like four hours or so, but yeah, okay. Steps away. <laughs> my number two, I've only gone there one time in my life, but I found it very peaceful. Uh, Leo Creel State Beach. I, I know one thing you can do uh, instead of meditate there. And my number one, of course, in Mount Washington is the Self-Realization Fellowship, which used to be the hotel, which sits above Mount, it sits on right. Mount Washington. And it's a very calm, quiet place where you're supposed to meditate and do yoga and stuff. Is that where they came, where Don Draper came up with the Coca-Cola jingle? Yeah, that's where he came up with the Coca-Cola jingle. And then um, somehow they landed on Sprite. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really watch the show, but I think that <laughs> that's br- Peggy. I've got it. <laughs> that's brisk, baby. Okay. So mine, I'm going to again say Reseda Point. Okay. We can go up there and just be alone Chill. above the valley. Yeah. E.T. might show up. <laughs> Barnsdale Art Park. Oh, yeah. We're also high. This is weird that we keep wanting to go up high to yeah. meditate. We want to get high. I know. <laughs> so high I can enlighten myself. <laughs> yeah. You can see towards the ocean if mm-hmm. it's a clear day. Pretty quiet there. And my number one, I'm going to say Point Doom. Oh, Point Doom. <laughs> We're overlooking the ocean. But I like to go there. I hear yeah. it's a pretty easy walk. Okay, next one. This was from Bruce Babcock. Hi, Bruce. This is Places to Feel Like You've Stepped Back in Time. All right. This was a hard one. This one for me was actually pretty easy. My number three, I'm going to say the Loof Hippodrome at the Santa oh, Monica Pier. Yes. Carousel is should have mine. <laughs> That's just, the Hippodrome should have been mine. <laughs> number two, you and I went here together. 
Fountain Coffee Room in the Beverly Hills oh Hotel. Oh my god, that also should have been mine. I Crap. don't think that should have been mine again. <laughs> I don't think it's changed since the Mad Men days. Yeah. And my number one, I'm going to say the Pantages Theater. Okay, it's, it's yeah. really cool and old, and it's still used for what it was built for. Yes, my honorable mention for this one is the Ace Hotel. Yeah, like the big. I was theater. thinking about yeah. that too. But my official Dracula's Lair. Dracula's Lair. We went in for it was Dracula when we were peeking yeah they were in, showing Dracula and it looked like a giant. It was like cave. a melting castle. Yeah, it was. It, I, I, it's in my head as the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> my number three is Sierra Madre, the little strip area it was along Sierra Madre Boulevard. Feels like a, like you're stepping into like a Mayberry type. Yeah. Like it's just like so folksy. My number two, obviously this is an easy one, Carol's, Carol Avenue oh, and Angelina yeah, Heights, all one. the collection of Victorian homes. And if you, you bl- cross your eyes, you could blur out the, the, the city skyline right behind you and the <laughs> helicopters and... My number one for going back in time, though, super easy. Rock Haven Sanitarium is okay. literally ambered in time. It, it is. And then you have a, 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 a canine ferociously trying to knock down a wall to come <laughs> rip your leg off. It's practice, though. It's just practice. You're not under rest. My favorite place to go back in time is when I jump into the tar pits and I see all of the preserved saber-toothed cats. So the next one we have, this is again from Rafael Mazur. Hi. Cities to visit in L.A. County that are outside of the city of L.A. Mm-hmm. San Pedro, um, <laughs> Van Nuys. These are all references to uh, stupid comments we got on our hit viral video. They weren't stupid, okay? They're just misinformed. <laughs> They're dumb. They're dumb. They got no brains. Uh, my number three, because it is had and feel to me, I picked South Pasadena. It's a great place to wander yeah, around. It's very, and that's another, being in another place in another time. Yeah. Number two. Long Beach is a good little area. Uh, you love Long it, Beach. Don't tell people that in Long Beach that I said <laughs> Long Beach. Uh, they they wanted to keep uh, it a secret. I mean Signal Hill. Yeah. Go to the oil thing. Uh, I meant uh, Bell. <laughs> it, this place is far. It's like the, the it's like the border of LA County. But I really love this place with all my heart. I really love Pomona. Pomona's, yeah, okay. I've only been to the fairgrounds. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. The fairgrounds is cool, but like this, the little, you know, the arts area with the antique stores and the ice house, and it's just a cool. Another place we've bombed. No, yeah. we haven't bombed there. No, I, I, we tried to bomb there once. Yeah, we. I would have loved to. I've bombed <laughs> the there. dream to bomb in Pomona. <laughs> well, mine. Yeah. Number three, I have Pasadena, regular, oh, regular, regular old Pasadena. Pasadena. Yeah. Nice historic, a lot of things to do, modern and historic. Yes. Number two, I, uh, you're gonna kick yourself, Avalon. Oh. You're literally on an island. Yeah. But still in LA County. I've never gone. Really? I've never been to Catalina before. The boat's expensive. Is there a bus? They got a metro? <laughs> yeah, you take the sea bus, which is a manatee. <laughs> and my number one, my beloved, Boy. my comforting, so much fun, practical stuff to do here as well, Burbank. Oh my God. I love, love myself Burbank. some Burbank. Burbank is a technicality. No, it, South Pasadena is a technicality. <laughs> South Pasadena is a clerical error. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I felt weird picking Burbank of like, oh, exotic Burbank, but Burbank. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so nice. Uh, One of my co-workers. Burbank. It's just so nice. It's so nice. The airport. Um, I have a co-worker who is living, he's from a different state, but he's living in Burbank. So I'm like, oh, how do you like Burbank? It's cool. It's normal. I was like, Mm. no, it's old. Tim Burton grew up there. There's vintage stuff and people (laughs) seem like they live in the 50s. Let me me explain Halloween Town to you. Uh, Okay, so the next one. Yeah. This is from Radio Penguins. Hi, Radio Penguins. Day trips. We did a whole episode on day trips, but we never ranked them. We did not. My first one, I'm going to say San Juan Capistrano. Yeah. It's historic, nice shops and restaurants, but it won't take up too much of your time. Mm -hmm. 
That's a fun place to it go. It is, is a fun place to go. And there's enough to do down there. And they got a little farm by the little cute <laughs> we little. I love that farm. I love that. Whatever that farm is. I love it. Uh, that that uh, slaughterhouse that we think <laughs> is a farm. Number two, I'm going to say Santa Barbara. Okay. It's always fun and nice. And it's kind of the go-to day trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go to the beach, but not this beach. Number one. Yeah. I, <laughs> this one has a little too much sewage. Yeah. Number one, this is a toss-up. You could go either way. Okay. Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. You take your pick because they're equally great. Sure. Sure they are. Yeah, yeah. I have no... Because Knott's, Knott's is far Berry's away. Knott's Farm is so much fun. This, this is Universal Studios syndrome to you. That you say, oh, it's cool to hate Universal and Knott's. <laughs> I'm a simp for Mickey. <laughs> he puts money in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> Every time he buys a new IP and destroys it, it's money in my pocket. <laughs> my day trips. Number three, Big Bear. It's a nice little drive if you want to go hiking. It's a little more than a day trip, though. No, it's not. It's a two-hour drive. Is it? It feels so scary and long because you're going It's scary. It's a scary drive. driving vertical. Can your car even go vertical? (laughs) Mine can't. Number two, I almost picked San Juan Capistrano, but I picked the next one. I picked San Clemente, which you can take the Surfliner down to both of them. Okay. But San Clemente just has a beach, and it's where, uh, you know, they filmed a lot of brick, I think. And Clemente Clem. And Clemente Clem. The sea monster lives there. down there, yeah. My number one, though, and I, I had never done this as a day trip. I always fantasize about it, but I know it could let, be done. Let me guess. Redwood National Forest. <laughs> if you drive for 12 hours, you can get there. It's a 16-hour drive Yeah. if you don't stop. And then you can enjoy yourself for an hour before you turn around and come back. My number one's Palm Springs. I was thinking Palm Springs, but yeah. is that a day trip? Sure. Okay. It's three hours, and then you go- It's a and long you, day trip. It's a long- It's the full day. I was- Look, I'm I'm right by your side, because I was thinking that. Palm yeah. Springs, when we went there, yeah. that was That's a lot, a of, lot fun. of fun. And then the dinosaurs and Cabazon, the date shakes, the Greg. The date shakes. I almost every- ate a bunch of lotion. <laughs> <laughs> a story we've told many times before, you'll have to go through the back catalog to hear about me eating the lotion. Almost, almost eating the lotion. Almost eating allegedly. The lotion. <laughs> um, when we were there, because we were coming back from Arizona from doing comedy and we stopped. Oh, another place we bombed. Oh yeah, another, jeez. <laughs> it's almost like we've never done good. Um, <laughs> we uh, we stopped in Palm Springs and I remember having the feeling like, we could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> this place has a long history of no girlfriends being around. We could do anything This is where here. all the eligible straight bachelors <laughs> of Hollywood would come. Roommate city. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Palm Springs is it. Yeah. If you can swing it in, in uh, one day. If you I can, can swing it. Oh, I can make it we can swing a lot of things down in <laughs> Palm Springs. Uh, okay, so we're moving into our next category. Oh, this boy. one is called do or do not. There is no try. Try meaning three because we're ranking. Oh, uh, that's funny. Things. This is things. It's a written joke. This is things to do. Well, the transcript will be online. <laughs> Trinity. This is things to do. Okay. So the first one we have is again from Dr. Shiloh, the LA Not So Confidential podcast, music venues. Okay. This is one of those things that made me realize I don't think I listen to music. No, I... I, I, Go listen to music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to accuse you the other day of having not heard a music song in over a year. I know that you are trying. You're so dedicated as a completist I've to got finishing such all the podcasts. Backlog of ca- I, I, look, Conan is just getting off of Zoom. <laughs> I'm catching up. Oh my god! <laughs> I've only seen music performed here one time. I've only gone here three times. It's a place I I want to go more often if it wasn't so expensive. But when I was watching live music at this place, I was thinking I am in the exact right place I want to be in my life. Largo. Okay. Largo's mostly a comedy theater, yeah, well, but they have musicians there. will come and company comedians for stuff. And yeah, it, it's just a great space. I that really is a love nice Largo. Theater. Yeah, it's a nice theater. I you, See, there's places I've been to see things that also do music, but yeah. I haven't seen music at these places, oh, right. so I couldn't pick it. Yeah, like Paladino's. 
Another place we like. Uh, we can't uh, go let, there. Let's go through a lot of places we bomb <laughs> that also do music. That should have been a t- yeah. that could have been a top four hundred. Yeah, top four hundred <laughs> places that you've bombed that also do music. Number two is in downtown. I've only gone once. I went to go see the Growlers, but it was like I can't. I didn't had no idea this place was even here. The Belasco Theater. I don't even know what that is. It's near the Mayan Theater, which you probably also don't. Um, but Belasco <laughs> was a, like a great old LA, you know, spooky place that's closer to the industrial side of of downtown. Okay. And my number one place to see music, of course, is a Hollywood Bowl. I have, it's got to be. Uh, it was. It, it, was, it better be. It better be. It was. A, it was a contender with. Um, oh God, what's the one in um, Burbank? The, the Starlight Bowl. Starlight. It was. A, it was a contender because Starlight is. The reason that I like to go to minor league games is because I, I hate the frustration of going to Dodger Stadium. It's the same is the equivalent right. of I love Starlight Bowl because it's all of Easier the things. <laughs> yeah, it's all the things I love about Hollywood Bowl without the stress of being at the Hollywood Bowl. And it's all co- they have ticket to ride. They have yeah. got all the cover. I've only seen I've only been to a Halloween maze there, so oh. I couldn't pick that. My honorable mention, though, is the, the pol- musical of the, the screaming children. <laughs> the cacophony of uh, the screaming children of the night. What music they make. <laughs> My honorable mention, I haven't been there in a very long time, but I used to love going to this place with the Palladium, Hollywood Palladium. I haven't been there either. Wow, There's a lot of places out, I haven't been. That's a I, I don't see a lot of live music, I guess. Yeah. Well, here's my three. I, number three, I picked the Disney Concert Hall. That's a place right. I've only been once, but I remember it being really nice, but the chairs being very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think it suffers from Staples Center syndrome where the seats are. I remember them in kind of steep. Like, am I going to yeah. fall down for looking too hard? Yeah. Well, and then I heard music and I made this orgasmic exclamation. <laughs> uh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> number two i'm gonna say the dorothy chandler pavilion oh, where right. i go see the uh christmas show every year it's yes. classy elegant and historic a really yes. nice place yes. it also has it, it if you're up top it kind of has that staple center thing yeah. going on where you're like oh like well, like the the hang time before you go down a roller coaster. yes yes and not sparing hang time number one hollywood bowl of course favorite place in the world for me to see music. Yeah. And and that's a place I actually have seen a lot of live music at. Yeah, you have. I think if it's at the Hollywood Bowl, it's a better chance of you seeing it than going to like a <laughs> I'll see a, uh, oh, place. The Hollywood Racetrack where I see X all the time. <laughs> that's that's my number one. Not there anymore. Um uh, okay, so the next one this yeah. next one is from Chris Williams. Hi Chris. This one was even harder for me. Yeah. Bars or clubs to see live music. Mm-hmm. Because again, like I, I, as rarely as I go to see like a big name concert, it's even more rare that I'm going to see a band that's going to be playing at a bar at or a club. Bar. Yeah. Unless it's like the Rolling Stones dropped in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm going to say I've only been to this place once. Alex's Bar in Long Beach. Oh, that's right. where I saw the Sloppy Boys. And I know that Fart Barf was there once, but that was a pretty good place to yeah. see. Number two, it's called Vibrato Grill. It's just one. off of Mulholland Drive above Studio City. It's like a it's like a restaurant, but it has like this nice, it's like a jazz place. Okay. It's like a pretty classy place to see jazz and get food. And apparently it's owned by Herb Alpert. Oh, wow. Number one, this is kind of a stretch, but I'm going to say the Old Town Music Hall sure. to see the Mighty Wurlitzer Live. Yeah, that's a good, I, I, I accept even though it says bar club, but um, <laughs> it's a club for movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a speakeasy for movies. <laughs> when you bring your alcohol to drink under the seats, uh, it's a bar. This place is another place I've mostly seen comedy at, but I've seen a couple bands there before it got taken over by comedians. The Virgil, right there on okay. uh, on Virgil right. and another Santa place we've bombed. Yep, no, uh, we tried to, <laughs> we tried to bomb there and we couldn't. Um, the second one is Harvard and Stone, which is on Sunset Boulevard. It's a little, little bar that's hard to park at. And it's a small space, but like I've seen a, a couple bands there and I thought, oh, this is, this is the kind of intimate, cool, it's cool guy space. <laughs> this is a top, this is top three material. I don't know how often you'd see a band at this place, but I saw an old, like a, like a retirement home jazz <laughs> band here. 
at what I'm about to give away my favorite bar in all of LA uh, right now. Casey's Tavern in Canoga Park. Okay, that's the one that no swearing is no allowed. No swearing, no hats. There's a bookcase and a pool <laughs> unless table. Unless it's a Trump hat. Unless it's a, yeah, unless it's Make America, Make America Great Again. Uh, but we saw an old folks band there and it was a jazz band. That's and thought, pretty cool. This is, the, I, this me is too. The they were playing the Cialis song. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're playing the Life Alert song, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Help, I've fallen oh, and I can't, can't get up. up. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that, that was a hard one for me. Yeah, because I know it must have been. <laughs> I mean, I, I, after I heard the Cialis song, it was a hard one for if me. If I see the words bar in it, I'm like, he doesn't know. <laughs> There's no way that he knows. Like ice cream? <laughs> bar, comma, ice cream? Okay, so the next one. Yeah. This is from, again, Chrishell, Chrishell, Jeffrey. Hikes. Hikes. Take, as in, take a... This is another thing that all, almost as... You're maybe more likely to see me in a bar than you are seeing me on a hike. If you see Daniel hiking, he's lost. Help him get home. If you see him on a trail. Help. He's fallen and he, he can't, can't get, get up. up. He's fallen on a trail and he can't get out. His science experiment has gone wrong and he's fallen on the trail. A place that I probably hiked the most in my life when me and Ed and Jess used to hike every Sunday, starting at the merry-go-round at Griffith Park and walking all the way to the top, sometimes daring wow. ourselves to go to Griffith Park. Some hikes were two hours somewhere like six hours but it is beautiful you get really yeah. some of the best views of the valley or at least like burbank leading the into p22 the hunting trail yeah and it's just a great walking space and you see a lot of people who are playing katy perry way too loud you're like i don't want to hear katy perry i'm in nature <laughs> number two in i guess it's like sierra Madre, pasadena but eaton canyon named after freddie you're all about sierra madre i'm i'm a i'm a rich guy i say you sierra madre you eat it madre <laughs> Eaton Canyon is the famous yeah, Eaton one. Eaton Canyon. You see our Madre, you Eaton, yeah, Eaton Canyon. Canyon. Is there a stop Eaton Canyon? <laughs> Eaton Canyon, I think it's in like Pasadena or Sierra Madre, one of those northern Pasadena areas in the hills. It's the one that's famous because it has a waterfall at the end of the trail. Right, and right. it's also you don't you don't you're not hiking high into the air. It's pretty like it, it stays low to the ground. <laughs> But number one's always going to be a Legion Park because I, that's my boyhood trails. Right. I was a little jungle boy. And I know like Every little side trail, every little thing. I know every part of Elysian Park. You can hike straight into the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. <laughs> so mine, uh, again, this is a big, big caveat. I yep. rarely go. I'm going to say Will Rogers State Historic Park because nice it one. wasn't very hard. <laughs> and uh, Will Rogers is old houses and there's some horses there. Yeah. If there's horses, I'm in. <laughs> this one is a, 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 a hidden gem. O'Melveny Park in Granada Hills. Okay, the yeah. one way up on the north. When it's actually been raining, though. Oh, right. Because it gets really lush and nice, a lot of green grass. It's like the Shire. And supposedly, <laughs> if you get to the top, you can see the ocean. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, my number one, I'm going to say Fryman Canyon, because it's not that intensive. It's not very long. Yeah. You get some good views. You get to pass by the tree people. There's food nearby. And I'm not far from it, so I can go home quickly. Yeah, that is pretty nice. It's weird. It's like they're all convenient. Um, <laughs> it's very strange. It's almost like you hate hiking. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So the next three categories we have are all from writing on the walls underscore LA. So thank you, writing on the walls. For the first one, we have festivals. Okay. So for the, my number three, I'm going to say the LA Times Book Festival. Oh, right. Yeah. I love that one. Books galore, celebrity book signings. I waved at Weird Al. Sure. I almost got to meet Mark Hamill for the second time in my life. I'm almost meeting Mark Hamill and not getting to meet him. Yeah. I went to go shake Pat Oswald's hand. He gave me a fist bump instead. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> he yeah. gave me the... Uh, yeah. over his head. 
Lots of giveaways, but it is always hot there. Number two, I'm going to say Las Posadas at Olvera Street, which is the thing they do at Christmas time where they they have like a procession. There's a ton of flowers and there's tamales and champurado. I love it. It's at Olvera Street, like I said. Mm -hmm. And number one, I'm going to say that the Rose Parade after parade viewing. Oh yeah, that's so good. it's just like a park or a street where all the floats are parked, and you yeah. can just walk by. You guys really sucked. It. Yeah, you guys were, you blew it out yeah. there. The lizard's eye didn't move. <laughs> you used geraniums. It should have been daffodils. <laughs> that wasn't a believable cereal box, <laughs> but it's also impossible to park there. Yeah, it's. I can recommend some buses. <laughs> Festivals number three. This one isn't a festival anymore, but it was never officially stamped out. So I hope that one day it does return because we do not have a comedy festival in Los Angeles. Right LA. Oh, that we could bomb it. <laughs> right LA was doing its thing in downtown oh, yeah, uh, yeah. for a while. And I really enjoyed myself. I, I volunteered like two years in a row and I got some good experiences out of that. But uh, we don't have a comedy festival in like one of the biggest cities in America, which is strange. Well, I mean, that's because we're, we're the top comedians in LA and we keep bombing. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we personally don't do good. The second one was Echo Park Rising, which you know close to my home, but also uh, me and my yeah, girlfriend Ada convenient. had wandered into it. She told me to tell this story. Tell them about how we saw a band in an abandoned lot on Sunset Boulevard. I do remember that closer to the Edendale Library and how we went to the bar, which uh, it was named after a ship. It's on Echo Park Avenue next to House of Spirits. The Titanic. We, we, we went there and did the trivia night. The oh, okay, tribute, right. that place, whatever that place was called. And everyone was cheering our friends to arm wrestle, but it was not their intention to arm wrestle. They just wanted to pretend to hold hands and pretend to arm wrestle. But a guy turned around like, are you arm wrestling? You better go right now. And it was a very strange thing to happen. And then they ended up having to arm wrestle because this guy <laughs> was cheering them on. And then, oh yeah, we also saw Shannon Shaw, Shannon and the Clams perform above the Glendale Sunset Bridge. And it was great because she's one of my favorite performers. And yeah, it's it's a good festival. But my number one, of course, is the Turner Classic Movies TCM American oh, Cinematech stuff. Oh, that is a good one. And starting in August on the first next Friday, I think it's no, sorry, August fourth, Noir City is coming to uh, the Arrow, and I'll be there. See you there, Eddie Moeller introduction. I am really upset I didn't pick that. That is a good festival. Yeah, because I, I was thinking like, where are the floats? <laughs> Where's the Humphrey Bogart? And float? then nothing to eat here. <laughs> I haven't eaten for an hour. I'm starved. Okay, so the next one is date spots. Okay, where we take our mistresses. Our, yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our gumas. Um, <laughs> I, th- you know, me. I'm a romantic. Everything's a date spot. Wherever I go, a date spot. Grows. The library. Uh, yeah. Wherever I could riff on books. My number three. I just like walking around this boardwalk pier, the Redondo Beach Pier. I love it. It's just yeah, like no, it's, good. It, it's gorgeous and the beach is nice. Nice sunset. Nice sunset right there. Mm-hmm. And there's some nice restaurants and Tony's is a great place. But it's just I don't know. I just enjoy I enjoy it. I enjoy being yeah. there. A lot of places where you can be slapped and called fresh in public. Yeah, 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 yeah. My second one, of course, is Colombian George Loris's house. I, the Getty Villa is a great date spot. <laughs> if you're looking for a date spot to look cultured and also look at the ocean, that's a good one. Getty Villa is a really nice A lot one. of walking. Uh, walking is yeah, a good thing. On a, good, yeah. yeah, Christopher Walken's a good thing. Um <laughs> My number one, though, I'm dating here. I, uh, I don't know why I picked this as the number one, but I think me and my girlfriend have gone there. We enjoy ourselves when we go there. And I just think if if one were on a date, a good place to try is Farmer's Market because there's lots of options. Yeah, you're not in a bad part of town. There's you, know, you can drink alcohol or you can have like desserts or it just seems like a place that's full of options that you won't strike out very easily. That is the best place for options yeah. in the city, I think. I think you don't paint yourself in a corner if you go on Farmer's Market. Oh, Color me mine. That's where you want to paint yourself into a corner. If you want to paint yourself into a corner. corner. Yeah. yeah. Top three places to paint yourself in a corner. Okay. So mine are in ascending order of dates, like 
you know, first date, second date, oh, third I see, date. I see We're going to home. I'm, I'm going to third base. And I'm going to get one. you there, brother. <laughs> so I'm going to start with uh, Beeps in the in, uh-huh. in uh-huh. Van Nuys. It's Van Nuys, Lake Balboa area. It's a casual 50s type place to get hamburgers and milkshake. That's yeah. a good date. Like sure. first date spot. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. We went, that was your, our wind down spot for your bachelor party. It was. was. Yeah. You mean our date spot. Our date, yeah, our date spot. Yeah. <laughs> My wind down of a bachelor party is our first date also. <laughs> now that I'm all tuckered out. So then you move on up to second base. Yeah. Nearby, you grab some sandwiches from Samita's Poblana's Don Adrian. Yes. And then you take those sandwiches. There's enough trust between the two of you to go to a second location <laughs> together. You eat them while you watch the planes take off from the Van Nuys Airport viewing park. Pretty nice. That's the date. Okay. Okay, now we're going to third. Yeah. Okay, strap in. Oh, this is going to be like a lover's lane, isn't it? <laughs> some dark place where the Zodiac Killer shot yeah. <laughs> three people in the 70s. The top of Gravity Hill. Lights off. Check it for handprints on the on the fender. I got this place. And if you find a hook on the top of the car, you know that you you're going to get lucky. You got to run. <laughs> so the dating's getting serious. You're going to Westwood for dinner, a movie at one of the three movie theaters in Westwood. Then you get an ice cream sandwich at Titty Reese afterwards. That's very nice. And then you walk her into the memori- the veterans graveyard. Yeah. And that's where the smooching happens. This is my grave. I died 10 years ago. <laughs> that's when you disappear <laughs> at the end of the night and she has to live with that for the rest of her life. I love that your dates are three males you'd have through the day. That's really great. I move to me. pretty fast. <laughs> And by day two, we're married. By supper, we're good to go. (laughs) Next breakfast is the wedding reception. Okay, so the next one. We're upping the ante. Places to get married. Yep. So I have experience with this because I look- I've been married before. All over this town. Because we looked at a lot of places around. Oh, right. Yeah, you do have experience. Number three, I'm going to say, because we seriously considered this, the Charlie Chaplin studio. Okay. Because you can do it in the courtyard there. And also- He did it in the courtyard <laughs> with Kermit watching. Yeah, I accept you as my wife before our families, God, and Kermit. <laughs> Does anyone object? Kermit, has anyone object? Waka waka. <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, who invited them? Uh, I haven't seen an uglier groom since since my own wedding. Oh, I did it to myself. <laughs> um, so uh, you can also get married in one of the sound stages, although you oh, cool. have to supply all your own stuff. Yeah. Number two, Yamashiro. Okay. Really cool building yeah. with a pretty good menu, it seemed, and views of the city. In the distance, you hear magic happening and you yeah. can't see it. <laughs> Oh, Whoa, wow. And number one, I would say if we had gotten married in LA, this might have been the coolest place, the Natural History Museum. Yeah. You can get married in front of the dinosaurs really? or in the Hall of Mammals, which seemed really nice. Wow. I want to get married next to like the, the cavemen. Can they officiate? I want to get married next to the pelican that's dressed like a professor <laughs> teaching you about the Mesozoic era. Those are good choices. I could, I'm I could a romantic. Have you- what can I say? Or Beeps. You want to get married at Beeps? And they don't serve food at any of those places. So that's real, that's a real <laughs> surprise to me. Yamashiro no, has Oh, food. you're right, you're right, you're right. right. <laughs> My three, and potentially may one day be places where you might see me get married. <laughs> Number three, I got this idea from my ex-co-worker, our meekling, Shannon Brogan, Mary Brogan, Old Town Music Hall. Oh, that would be fun. That's a nice little yeah. place to get married. Chandeliers, a little uh, Christmas tree. <laughs> you could sit on the mighty Wurlitzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, offend everybody. Um, <laughs> and does anyone object here? You let this happen. <laughs> Why didn't you stop this? Second one, the Millennium Biltmore Hotel okay, in downtown. Nice. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And number one, my girlfriend had to make sure to tell everybody to not steal this one. 
let's hope I say it right. Velasavese Panorama. Oh, the Vel- is it Velaslavsky? Oh no, Vela. Velasav- I think it's Velaslavese. No, yeah, that's a, that would be that's cool. A, it's a beautiful spot with a little courtyard in the back, and it's kind of like a little old timey theater where I want to do vaudeville real bad. <laughs> Oh, we could bomb at that too. <laughs> so this next one is from Matt Brousseau of Hi, Matt. Profiles and Eccentricity podcast. podcast. Let me say that again. Profiles and Eccentricity. Ex- I can't say it. No, you can't. I can't. Competitors. <laughs> Profiles and Eccentricity, a good podcast. No, I can't even say podcast. Yeah. So he says, mistakes tourists make. Coming to Los Angeles. Deciding to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> My number three. Some of the bigger mistakes that tourists make. They come here to do one thing, but they come out of season. You kind of have to oh, know, okay. like, oh, if you want to go to the beach, you can't come in December. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, like, little things like that. But any tourist kind of knows that already yeah. coming out. Number two, deciding to take public transportation <laughs> places. You should probably rent a car. <laughs> you're going to want to rent a car. I mean, you're on vacation. You've got the money. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to. You're, but I think number one, and we talked about this a lot. Deciding to do too many things that are too spread out in the city. Yeah. Because the city is a big city and yeah. you're going to eat up a day traveling and get caught in traffic and waste half the day. Yeah. I want to see Pomona. Greg loves it so much. Yeah. But I also want to go to the Santa Monica Pier. Greg yeah. loves it Greg so much. Greg loves it so much. Oh, he wa- also want to go uh, to the top of Mount, you know, Eaton Canyon. Yeah. I, I You know, pick an area, kind of stick to it. Know what you kind of want to do and get a head start if you're planning to do a lot in a day, but you're going to be in traffic at some yeah. point. Well, mine, I'm going to say number three, not flying into the Burbank airport. Uh-huh. Any chance you can get, I think you should take, take it. the Burbank airport every single time. Only going to bougie restaurants. Yep. I was going, originally I said expensive restaurants yeah. and then I realized every restaurant is inexpensive, yeah. but bougie restaurants don't, yeah. go to some if you want. Sure. Go, go to Spago. Yeah. Get your salmon pizza. Sure. But then go eat out of the gutter right afterwards <laughs> and number one not renting a car yeah like you said don't don't rely on public transportation when you have five days in la yeah unless like it's real close and super convenient and you know the system real well yeah. but public transportation yeah parking sucks yeah there's traffic everywhere but like the, the public transportation is going to eat up a lot of time mm-hmm. So this next one is yeah. from Radio Penguins again. Okay. This is places to take out of towners. So okay. my number three, I'm going to say Santa Monica because okay. it's iconic. Yeah. You kind of can't miss it. Sure. Number two, Farmer's Market. Again, iconic, but like you were saying, a lot of options for mm-hmm. your picky out of towners. And I've never done my number one. I have never done this before, but I think it would be a great idea for the right person taking them around Burbank during Halloween time. Oh, yes. I think that would really, yes. for people who are into that, it would really be something special. Yeah, that I agree with you. And then ending in Gravity Hill, if they like that stuff so much. <laughs> and then we go to Bees. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly we're on a date, your mom's there. Next thing I know, I'm in the Hall of Mammals. <laughs> and you and me, baby, we ain't nothing but <laughs> what's in this hall. We ain't nothing but cavemen. Okay, my my number three, and this was a hard, this was a hard list to make. We did this with Yo Alex. He was not pleased, but I had a great time going to the Griffith Observatory. <laughs> yeah. He was only not pleased because he, he got in an argument with some Russian people. Yeah. They should have known that he spoke Russian. Um, <laughs> number two, Dodger Stadium is just right there. Union Station right there. But if you're looking for a good, honest Los Angeles born sandwich, you're going to want to go to Philippe's. Okay. A nice hangout okay. place. You're talking about skipping bougie places? Try Philippe's for a change. <laughs> it's delicious. There's sawdust on the floor. <laughs> it's homey. Number one, though, if I want to show someone a great time in Los Angeles, you got to go to the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, I care about my people. Yeah, but I already picked the Hollywood Bowl. So now we're moving on to our next category. This one is called Women Be Topping. (laughs) 
top three. Oh, uh, boy. This is the shopping category. Okay. So the first one is from, again, Radio Penguins. Thank you. Stores for LA-specific gifts. This one pretty much created by my girlfriend, Ada, because I blanked on this one. So this is an Ada list, but she's an LA local, and she knows what she's talking about. Alvera Street gift shops have a lot of LA-centered gifts that you could find. A lot of Alvera Street, a lot of Unistation, some... Some people's postcards come from Alvaro Street. There's just a lot of cool LA things. Old LA, new, or, you know, random gifts. The LAPL gift store in Central Library has an entirely big LA section. And the La Plaza Museum storefront just also that right also outside of stuff. Also has good stuff. You don't go too far from. Yeah, you're not. I, I'm keeping you within two miles of each other for these <laughs> LA centric gifts. Okay, so my three. This one is if you're looking for like stereotypical bring home from your vacation tourist fair and some nicer stuff. La La Land on Hollywood Boulevard. I have not been. Oh, it's my one of those, God, you know, one of those like, random gift shops. Yeah, like uh, Oscar for best tourist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is like the mecca of okay. those. Number two, Bob Baker Marionette yes, Theater gift shop. A- unique things from a unique place. Number one, the Hollywood Bowl gift shop has yes. really nice and original, explicitly LA things. Yeah. Elegant. Elegant. Top class. Top shelf. So the next category is from Tracy Monahan. Hi, Tracy. Swap meets. Swap meets. Uh, this one was also a little tricky for me because there's one big one that I have never been to, which is the Rose Bowl yeah. flea market, which apparently is the best, but I've never been there. Mm-hmm. My number three, the Topanga Vintage Market in the oh, parking right. lot of Pierce on the fourth Sunday of the month. I've always wanted to go there. There's a lot of antique stuff, also original art. Mm-hmm. Number two, a new love of mine, the Valley Indoor Swap Meet <laughs> in Panorama City. I wax poetic about it a few weeks ago, but the highlights, food, Mexican candy stores, and a leather store. <laughs> Your young cowboy was coming out. <laughs> and my date night. <laughs> and number one, I'm going to say the Melrose Trading Post, which is right. at uh, Fairfield. Isn't it's Fairfax, yeah. It's Fairfax, Fairfax and Melrose, it's yeah. Fairfax it's High like School, the parking though. of yeah, parking lot of Fairfax High School. It's a good mix of like vintage stuff, antiques, and cool new stuff. Yeah, those are my. That's my number three. Actually, was uh, uh, the Melrose trading we're overlapping post. into yeah, each look other. At that. My number two was a ro- a really great swap meet that I we went to maybe like uh, in January. But the Santa Monica Airport swap meet was a very nice one. Lots of great vintage stuff there. Way out of my price range, but it was nice. <laughs> They're all airplanes. <laughs> I could buy one. It's the price of a Disneyland ticket. And of course, the Rose Bowl uh, swap meet is the most famous. That's I hear it's great. It's exhausting, but I, I've only gone like once, but I do like it a lot. Well, I, I buy new things. <laughs> okay, so this next one is from Wendy in the Netherlands. Our, this is our Netherlands listener. Oh, hi. More than just a nickname. She's from the Netherlands. <laughs> she could back it up. So she said tiniest thrift shops, and I'm going to use tiny as a relative term here, because sure. I couldn't think of like, what's the smallest thrift shop? Yeah. Wow, Wendy from the Netherlands. I understand that Goodwill is a chain store, but there is one specific Goodwill in Eagle Rock on Colorado near the two freeway entrance that is particularly good and quite small. Okay. And I found a many good slacks there <laughs> and my Blu-ray player and its own remote all found. <laughs> and a coffee carafe <laughs> and cups with lead in them. Eight copies of Hollywood Land. <laughs> Number two is a little store in, I think it's Atwater or Silver Lake called the Left Bank that has a lot of good vintage sort of thrift stuff that I really enjoy. But my number one pick for a somewhat small, somewhat relatively small thrift shop is St. Vincent's or St. Vincent de Paul in Lincoln Heights. A little tucked away. Every time I took my grandma, she would tell me that she threw rocks at trains that were carrying soldiers <laughs> of World War II. <laughs> but uh, it's one of my favorite places to buy furniture. Any Your furniture grandma was Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> 
It's a heavy accusation. I can't <laughs> deny it. The rumors have been circulating. <laughs> so my number three, Melissa, had, this is mine from Melissa. Okay. She urged me to add this place in. It's called Return Style in Torrance. Oh, okay. But my number I'm two, I'm going to say Play Clothes in Burbank, clothes. which is a lot of cool old clothes. Best part, a cat lives in there. You get to play with the cat. Tiger Lily. Yeah, Tiger Lily. Oh, yeah. I love that cat. Oh, I know Tiger. Oh, I I know Tiger Lily. Top three thrift store cats. <laughs> um, there's also another thrift store in Burbank where a dog lives. Oh. They don't get along. <laughs> and my number one, also, also in Burbank, uh, countrymen, let me your ears. <laughs> also in Burbank, it's a wrap. Oh, it's that's what the I, place that sells leftover clothes from movies and TV shows. Yeah. It, not, you know, pretty nice stuff, but what a cool backstory to your It's clothing. a great place. And I found my favorite jacket that I've ever had, I found at that store. It was Fonzie's jacket. It was actually Fonzie's jacket. Um, Hey, um, uh, say, um, okay. So this next one is yes. from again, writing on the walls underscore LA small businesses. This one was pretty, this one was like definitive for me. Oh yeah. Number three, I'm going to say the Iliad bookshop. Oh, North Iliad. Hollywood. Great yeah. used bookstore. Cats live in there. Yeah. Number two, the psychic guy in Sherman Oaks. Yes. Really fun occult stuff in there. Number one, hands down. Halloween Town in Burbank. Oh, Year-round Halloween store. I love forgot it. about Halloween Town. Gosh darn it. Small businesses. My turn. Number three is a small Latinx store in Boyle Heights, I believe. I'm always scared to call something Boyle Heights when it's actually <laughs> East LA. It's on Cesar Chavez. It's across from Azteca Tortilleria. It's called Sugar Kiss Boutique. I okay. believe this is a place where we did a sort of drink and draw thing, but it's a great gift shop, great small little gifts and jewelry and cute little things. Sounds more like a date spot. I have fun. Okay. <laughs> I know. Time. Number two, Larry Edmonds bookstore. Oh. Of course. Fantastic. One of the greatest, yeah. uh, one of the best book collections and scripts. And he has like, uh, you know, uh, authors will go there and give their, you know, Hollywood books to him signed and stuff. I got a noir bar book there that was signed. Number one though. And you have to keep an eye on this place because it's going to be moving from its historic spot and it's devastating. So you got to help them out. Videotech in South Pasadena, soon to be Videotech of Highland Park. Okay. Oh, everything moving to all of the video stores are moving to Highland Park. I know it's very uh, upsetting. Um, <laughs> it's a sanctuary city. For, it's a, uh, for video rental. For videos. Yeah. Well, it's time to move into the next category here. It is. This one is called the entertainment listicle of the world. Oh my God. This is movies, TV, music, and media in general. Why was this one so hard? This one was really hard. So this yeah. one is from Indie Nichols on Instagram. Hi. Movies that encapsulate LA. Okay. This was really hard. Yeah, because I don't the, the experiences are too wide to for one film to do all the work. Yeah. But I'm gonna try. Or at least like a movie that can't take place anywhere else. Yeah. Here. A new movie so you can hate me if you want to. But I, I feel... Like, have you seen it? For number three, I picked Inherent Vice. Okay. No, that's... I I, I was kind of thinking you were going to pick that. But I think that's It's fair. one of those, you know... He, Raymond Chandler didn't write it, but it's his theory of like the high and low. What makes LA yeah. special in, in LA or, or noir crime stuff is that a figure in the middle will have to go to the lowest person and the highest person because we have both those people within proximity to yeah. each other. It's very beachy, but he also goes to the Parker Center downtown before it was destroyed. And it just feels like 70s LA in transition. Old LA and new LA sort of meeting. I, a long goodbye is good at that, but I prefer Inherent Vice for some reason because it's a better soundtrack. It's newer. It's newer. Number two, I always pick this. People always get mad at me, but there's something about driving around in a marijuana van, but up in smoke. <laughs> something about up in smoke. Starting in East LA and then driving to the beach, and that's how you meet each other. And they just drive around 70s LA together. Yeah, reefer junkie. Reefer junkie. This is what you are. 
I think my I mean, connection- maybe we should have done the top three dispensaries. Maybe we should have. Where did Chichen Chong go? Um, but I think that it's tied to, you know, what is it, like mid-70s movie? Mm-hmm. I was born in 84, like 10 years later. But I feel like when I watch Up in Smoke, that's the alley I remember seeing as a little kid. <laughs> Cars made of marijuana yeah, smoke. as far as the eye can yeah. see. My number one, though, a movie that can't take place anywhere else at the exact time that need to be made was Boys in the Hood. Okay. Encapsulates a certain aspect of LA. Yes, I agree. Yeah. For reasons you're about to hear. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, my number three, is, uh, well, my three, are, I'm kind of did sort of like all three need to be taken as one as like a broad encapsulation of, of all different aspects of LA. My okay. number three is Boys in the Hood. Oh, okay. Uh, also, the reasons you said, but also a feeling of summer, a good summer yeah, feeling. Yeah, a good sweaty summer movie. Yeah. Number two, I, I I had to pick Chinatown. Yeah. You, you kind of can't deny the history of that. Yeah. It has Halle history, even though it's somewhat fictionalized, but it does have like an aspect <laughs> no, of Halle history. No, it's entirely accurate. <laughs> they cut that guy's nose. It's yeah, entirely accurate. It's a, it's a statue. <laughs> Number one, I have to say The Big Lebowski. Yeah. For the same reason of Inherent Vice, probably. Exactly. And it also is kind of what like Summer in the Suburbs feels like. <laughs> like his whole thing is what Summer in the Suburbs is like. Yeah. That's and I should true. know. I'm a summer suburb boy. Yeah. And I wear a, a robe. My only form of identification is a Ralph's card. <laughs> and I drink a lot of milk <laughs> from the carton. Okay. So next category, this one is from Suzanne True Love. This one is a little different. Movies filmed entirely in LA, which I think is different from encapsulating LA. Because there's, okay, I'll give you mine just okay. so people know what I mean, including you. Nine number three, Halloween, filmed entirely in LA. It doesn't encapsulate LA. But it's it's all self pasadena and a little bit of Hollywood. Right. Number three is also my oh, for me Halloween. Interesting. My number two, E.T. Okay. My yeah. number one, Back to the Future. Oh, right. A little Valley Boy picks the Valley Boy movies. Let's look at that. <laughs> yeah. My number two. <laughs> my favorite Valley Boy is Mike Myers. <laughs> Wait, Mike Myers, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Uh, <laughs> you should try watching the film. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> make me, baby. <laughs> Does my movie make you scared, baby? <laughs> There were plenty of horny people in Halloween. Let's not forget. <laughs> Number two for me is Pulp Fiction, filmed entirely in LA, and it also feels like LA. Like there's something like I, it could easily have been on the, the previous list. Yeah, this one double. There dips. wasn't enough rich people though. Bruce <laughs> Willis got kind of rich. Yeah, it's <laughs> lots of places that I was familiar with and places that I wasn't, but everywhere, especially like them ending the movie. In dorky uh, summer shirts right. and shorts, it's something and fake pants and fake pants is particularly <laughs> funny to me. But it feels like L.A. And number one for me is Chinatown, filmed okay. entirely in L.A. Uh, yeah, you're double dipping on these ones yeah, a little bit. I ought to cut your nose. You for picked that. Chinatown. I picked Chinatown for the one that encapsulates L.A. And I picked Chinatown for the. <laughs> you got encapsulation in my film. In- <laughs> you got Roman Polanski in my list. Top three directors who are perverts. <laughs> who can never come back to this country. Uh, okay, so the next one from underscore Bridget underscore P on Instagram. This was hard. This was really hard. This is documentaries about slash centered in LA. Mm-hmm. This was really hard. Not only picking three, but putting them in an order. My number three is OJ Made in America. I knew you were going to pick this. Episode I knew you were number pick two this. is about LAPD and all the atrocities they've committed against the African-American community. And then everything that happens with OJ is also like a great encapsulation of everything you need to know about Los Angeles. Number two for me, LA Plays Itself. It's a fantastic LA documentary about filming here and what movies are compared to what living here is like, which I think is great. My number one. Makes me happy to have been born in Southern California as a Dogtown and the Z Boys. 
Yeah, I knew it. I it's knew it. Such I knew a it. cool documentary that <laughs> I could surf too, but you can't. <laughs> You're just a dog boy. <laughs> My honorable mention, of course, is the uh, Unheard Music, the X documentary, but it's not really about LA, but they're from- I'm surprised you didn't pick, uh, what is it? The Decline of Western Civilization? Yeah, that's right. nah, I don't really like that much. Well, my okay, so I realized from this, this one made me realize I've seen so few of these oh, documentaries wow. about LA, but I'm going to, I really had a hard time picking this one as number three, but I'm going to say Echo in the Canyon, okay. which was about the yeah. Laurel Canyon music scene mm-hmm. in the 60s and 70s. Number two, Los Angeles plays itself, yeah. just like you, but the documentary every single person we've ever met has told us to watch yeah. and it lives up. Mm-hmm. My f- number one is a little bit of a stretch, but I'm going to pick the entire collected works of Huell Hauser. <laughs> I almost did the same thing. There, there was one that I couldn't, it would have been my number one, but I can't figure out what it was called. It was like the way it's things Huell were. Hauser at the avocado farm. Have you heard of California's gold? No. Now that's an avocado eating dog. That is a perfect documentation of Los Angeles with the man with the most enthusiasm yeah. I've ever seen. And it's great. There was a documentary series. Called, I think it's called like the way things were or what used to be something like that. But it was just like, Oh, I think I know what you're talking I don't, about. I, I tried looking for it. And I can't find it, but it was it was just old shots of LA being like, you know, the Pan Pacific Auditorium used to be here. I'm doing yeah, yeah, Hauser, yeah. and, and uh, now it's a park. And uh, yeah, I don't know what that was called, but that would have been my number one, but I can't figure out what it was, it was called. It was called the theme song to All in the Family. <laughs> okay, so this next one again from Wendy in the Netherlands with an assist from Edwin Arzetta. Oh, LA places from movies slash TV scenes slash books. So for me, my number three, again, is The Hightower Neighborhood from the mm-hmm. Elliot Gould Long Goodbye. Yeah. Number two, The Stretch of White Oak from E.T. Uh-huh. Number one, The Bradbury Building. Yes. Now that's a really good choice, actually. Yeah. Like a must-stop place yeah. every time I'm over there. Smell that subway. <laughs> my number three is... In Boogie Nights, the shot between the church and the donut shop, and they have the whole red shot and the, the Reseda <laughs> right. Theaters nearby, right. that right. is one of my favorite. That stretch of Reseda. That stretch of, of yeah, Reseda Sherman Way, I guess. It's, it's Sherman Way, but- Sherman Way in Reseda. In Reseda, yeah. yeah. That is one of my favorite shots of anything in LA <laughs> ever. Number two- You like porn. I like, uh, pornography is pretty cool. I don't know if you've heard it before. Um, I know you have. Um, <laughs> I've got a third date for you. <laughs> number two is Hill Street going through Chinatown for the film Chinatown, which- Yesterday, I was got off the 110 and I shot down because the, the Hill Street, the exit becomes just the street. And I I felt like Cliff from Once Upon a Time in, Amer- in uh, Hollywood. <laughs> I was just flying down old historic stuff. And I uh, the first time I stopped was almost where the shot was for Chinatown when he, he pulls the trigger. Great place to find yourself. But my number one place, of course, I'm going to come back to this place, is Carroll Avenue, the house on the corner. Of Carol and uh, Douglas. The one that was in the Thriller music video, because you love Thriller. Still. Even, st- still. <laughs> even more now. Out more than ever. Yeah, more than ever. <laughs> so this next one is yeah. from Bruce Babcock again. Movie studio lots. I okay. think I might know what you are going to pick. Yeah, well, I have a little uh, history. <laughs> I, I'm something of a scab. <laughs> Number three for me is Universal Studios. Oh, now you love Universal <laughs> Studios. As a studio, yes. Okay. It's perfect. In particular, Minion Land. <laughs> In particular, wherever the Transformers live, that's where I like the most. Number two is Warner Brothers lot, which you've been to to watch Conan before. You see a little gazebo. Right. It feels like uh, like a working movie like set. Like a working old movie set. But my favorite old movie set, well, not movie set, but studio lot, of course, is Sony, formerly MGM and Columbia Pictures. Your company, um, man. Fallberg Building is 
gorgeous. It's old historically, that Gable building, the Mirna Loy building, Robert Young. They're all just old buildings, and I love them. They're all named after actors, and I have to go, I have to go there soon. I got to go. Yeah, I got to <laughs> left some stuff there. Uh, my number three, I'm going to pick CBS Radford. Ooh, good choice. Smaller one, ton of stuff filmed there. They Twilight had an Zone. open house for a while. Yeah, uh, Mary Tyler Moore. They yeah, had an right. open house there for a while oh. that I got. I went to once, and you get to walk around. I saw a lot of really cool things. So I, I, I get Hollywood. <laughs> well, we're on my shaker. I'm a real Nepo baby now. Because, uh, <laughs> Nepo baby. So number two, I'm going to pick Warner Brothers. Sure. Uh, they have a, a in, more intimate tour than yeah. you'll get at the th- amusement park of Universal. Oh, boy. Tons of stuff and the best amusement park in town. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Okay, so this next one is straight up from Edwin Arzetta. This, Hi, Edwin. It was nice Barbara Barbara Heimering with you. It was nice Barbara Barbecuing He barbecued the desert in New Mexico <laughs> and then some. So he suggests places to watch movies new or old. Okay. Uh, so I go first. Yeah. Burbank 8, Burbank 6, Burbank 16. Jesus. No. I, I kid. I kid. Uh, I countrymen, lend me your ears. <laughs> At two? Funny? <laughs> so number three, I'm going to say the Aero Theater in Santa Monica. Wonderful. I would have put the Egyptian top of this list, but that is no more. And I haven't been to the Los Feliz one since they switched. Oh my God. Cinerama Donut. If I could pick. Oh, Cinerama God, yeah. if I could pick. Number two, I'm going to say Chinese Theater, which shows yeah. classics occasionally for your Turner Classic Movie Film Festival. Yeah. But it's also a pretty good modern theater and yeah. really nice inside mm-hmm. in the history, of course. Number one, I think the best theater in, in the city is the theater at the Academy Museum. Oh, which, right. Uh, very well may be the nicest theater in the whole I city. I have not been there. Uh, we, will. we will. If we, we get will. free tickets, we'll go. <laughs> There's a stipulation. Number three on my list, I've been going there a lot recently, and it's I've been going there since high school, but more now, and I appreciate it more. Los Feliz 3 on what, Vermont and Franklin right there, right next to the uh, Skylight Books. Number two, like you, oh, I don't know, yeah, Grumman's Chinese Theater. Yeah. Uh, the first movie I saw there was 89 Batman, and what a revelation that was. <laughs> I used to drive an 89 Batman. <laughs> Broke down a lot, but it was pretty good. <laughs> and number one, the best game in town, Old Town Music Hall. No theater like it in town most comfortable seats most, can't beat it if you are like albert fish and like to stick needles in your butt you might like this <laughs> you might be an old yeah, town music be, yeah. person patron yeah. next category moving on to sports and the same thing this is from writing on the walls underscore la again top three dodgers Oof, boy i'm gonna disappoint a lot of people right now you think you're gonna disappoint people <laughs> Number three on my list, of course, boyhood hero, Mike Piazza, catcher of the Dodgers in the 90s. Great <laughs> facial hair from what I remember. Number two, people are going to get mad that this guy's number two. And number two. And number two, cultural hero, Fernando Valenzuela. Uh, ha, 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 ha. And number one, of course, is the, the professor, Sandy Koufax. Oh, okay. One of the greatest Dodgers ever lived. Well, my number three, Mike Piazza. My number two, Mike Piazza. My number one, oh Mike Piazza. God, I couldn't think. I don't know any up. other. I don't know any Dodgers. Oh. What do I know? Do- Jackie Robinson, <laughs> Pee Wee Reese, Oral Hershiser, <laughs> the Ebbets Field. <laughs> okay, so this next one, moving on to TV, courtesy of Carl Tart. Hi, Carl. Local commercials growing up. Oh boy. So we again, we did an episode on this too. Uh-huh. My number three, I'm going to say the Leeds mattress. I'm Neil yeah. with a deal. I can't be beat. <laughs> There's something weirdly relaxing and suburban about those. Yeah, even for a commercial with a high pitched nasally voice, yeah. you're still like, this is "Hi, nice. mattresses, Hi. come get my mattresses. I can't be beat. Have your fifth date here." <laughs> 
have your wedding night here. I can't be beat. Um, so just like your children, I can't be beat. <laughs> Keep that in mind because I'm also a OBGYN. I'll deliver them. I can't be beat. So number two, I'm going to say the old commercials they used to do for the bear pit. Right. In particular, we, we watched, watched those for 818. Yeah. yeah 818 heartbreak. There was one with a guy with like an old Southern accent describing yeah. the menu. We've got beans. We can't be beat. Um, and they just we can't be beans. <laughs> we can't eat beef. Um, and they just showed, they just like showed the food and these fake bear hands throwing logs into the fire. Cute. Also very relaxing. But number one, of course, Michael's Furniture, the store, Furniture. The store with less overhead. Your neighbors can't be beat. <laughs> They're cops. They can't be beat. I'm now Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Come on down to my mattress store. I can't be beat. My neighbor's Achilles. He can't be beat. <laughs> Except for his one part of it. Oh my God. Okay. Local commercials, number three. Stuck in my head forever. I haven't heard this one in maybe 20 years, but I'll never forget. 82, that's who. Okay, who yeah, knows that's what a good one. one. Who knows what evil looks in the hearts of men? 82. Number two, of course, the Tiger Man himself, the original Tiger King, Cal Worthington. I would have picked Cal Worthington, but I never saw those commercials oh, growing really? up. I think I missed oh, them. Oh, no, I'm old. <laughs> oh, jeez. No. And number one, of course, Punk Hero, Crazy Gideon. Crazy Gideon. Again, I didn't see those growing oh, up either. Yeah. You you didn't you weren't watching late night. Heat, TV, Greg. Like, he can't be beat. He can't be beat. Okay, so this next one, moving on to music, again, from Writing on the Walls underscore LA, the superstar yet again. Yeah. Songs about slash that take place in LA. This one I feel pretty good about. Yeah? Yeah. You go first. Yeah, what do you got, Randy Newman, on your list? One or what? <laughs> uh, just one spot? <laughs> I am Mike Piazza three times. <laughs> I'll do it again. I can't be beat, Greg. <laughs> I'm literally telling you right now, I cannot be beat. Try and stop me. I am Legion. I can't be beat. I am death. I am death. I can't be beat. Number three for me, of course. Uh, shot straight out. Straight out Compton from NWA. Okay. It's right. a hard, yeah. hardcore. It could be hardcore punk, but it's rap. But it's right. the same little fist being made. Uh, number two. This performer is not from Los Angeles. She's known for her work in New York, but she has a song called Redondo Beach. Patty Smith's Redondo Beach. It's a really cool kind of reggae. With Redondo Beach. I am. Uh, it's kind of reggae twang for somebody who's okay. known for kind of more right. rocky bluesy stuff. And number one, of course, is Los Angeles from X. Interesting. Very Not even interesting. about Los Angeles. Just, it's just about racist people they knew leaving Los Angeles. <laughs> I saw them live. Yeah. I get it. My number three, boy, do we have different music tastes, I'll, but also similar music tastes. Uh-huh. Uh, number three, I'm going to say Free Fallen by Tom Petty. Right. That's a good song. Because these aren't songs that these songs can just take place in LA. You yeah. Forget. I, I like Free Falling when Tom Cruise sings it in uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, all, tons of Valley references in this yeah. song. Number two. I love LA right, by Randy Newman. Right. Mo- most iconic song about LA. That's actually a really good and funny song. Yeah. I love articles like, do you know it's actually satirical? Yeah. yeah we all know it now. No, no, no. I cannot. He mention. loves the bum. <laughs> what is he? Tom Green? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bum bum over there. <laughs> he can't be beat. <laughs> that bum can't be beat. Okay, so number one, and this falls strictly into the songs that take place in L.A., but a really great song. And on this list of mine, the best actual song, Tiny Dancer by Elton John. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Got people walking around Sunset Boulevard. 
You are absolutely That's a really right. good song. Can't deny it. You can't deny and it. And an LA guy now. He's ours now. Yeah, he's ours now. We claim him and his track suits. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be beat. <laughs> so, okay. So this next one from Wendy in the Netherlands again. She said, radio stations from the 80s that no longer exist, but I'm amending that to just radio stations that no longer exist for okay. I am so young. <laughs> so okay. number three for me. Yeah. Indie 103, which also was actually cool and yeah. different. Uh, you, you might hear the stiff little fingers or Operation Ivy. Yeah, take note, Jack FM. They were actually cool. Yeah. Number two, what K-Earth used to be when they played 50s and 60s music. Number one, the best station we ever had. We were not worthy. Okay. K-Surf. K-Surf. I, K- I said K-Jazz, but I meant K-Surf. Oh, KNX 1070. <laughs> K-Polka. Oh, yeah. Damn, I forgot about K-Surf. Yeah, K-Surf is the, God, the what, biggest loss we've had. What we what could have been. I know. What we could have been listening to. Right uh, now. My number three, like I said, was Indie 103, which is a great station that you might hear. Just a revolutionary band. Yeah. But I also remember hearing like an X song I had never heard, became which became my favorite of their songs, and a Bob Dylan song, which I had never heard, back-to-back. Eclectic. Like, eclectic, good eclectic yeah, music. Thought about. Yeah. Um, number two, of course, is Arrow. Uh, one oh, of yeah. Them. It was like classic rock station. Right, right. But you, you would hear... Forgot yeah, about that. A Led Zeppelin, a Pink Floyd, a Black Sabbath. But my number one, my biggest heartbreak in Los Angeles is K-Earth. The K-Earth of our youth. Yeah. yeah. The Charlie Tuna days. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Marvin Gaye to the Ronettes to the Beach Boys to the to Chuck Berry. That was good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the next one, most importantly, moving on to podcasts from Wendy in the Netherlands. Podcast about LA. Is she looking for suggestions? <laughs> uh, number three, I've heard it recently. It's a really good, well-researched podcast called Tradition of Violence about the oh. Sheriff's Department gangs. Never heard of it. Uh, I thought this really was going to be a joke category oh, for you. But. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it, yeah. And, and the, the journalist who's doing the podcast was one of the people, the journalist who was attacked by by sheriff's departments during like uh, uprisings and all that stuff. Uh, and she has a lot to say, obviously. And she does fantastic research. So if you're interested in the sheriff's department's gangs, which you should be because it's scary, look into this podcast. Number two, of course, is Hidden History of L.A., yeah, good one. yeah, that's, that's a good, that's one. A good one. Yeah, a good one. I, I had no complaint there. Yeah. I'm worried about what you're going to say for number one. Is what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, it's uh, kind of a stretch. Um, candy is dandy. No, um, <laughs> it's Hollywood history. But you must remember, this is maybe one of the greatest podcasts of all time. Okay, interesting. It's, it's fantastic. Star- it's startlingly good, and she is such a good writer and thinker. Interesting what you didn't put on the list. So I'm going to go number three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say when eights and heartbreak. Why not? Oh, yeah. They're absolutely. fun. Fun Valley centric podcast. They are a lot of fun. They are fun. We yeah. had fun on there. Yeah. And uh, we talked about the bear pit also. We did. Yeah. Number two, I put Hidden History of Los oh, cool. Angeles. Okay. And uh, out of spite, I'm putting number one, LA Meekly. Hmm. I am going out of my way to slight everybody else. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you can't, we can't be beat. <laughs> We've been doing this for 10 years. We can't be beat. Clearly, we, we're like, I've been trying. We're the cockroach of podcasts. Okay, so this next category, a whole yes. new category yes. called This is a History Podcast. Uh-huh. This is the History Junk segment. Okay. So, from Radio Penguins, quick fun fact about LA. So, my number three, LA isn't a desert, it's chaparral. Chaparral, semi arid. Number two, the hot fudge Sunday was invented in LA. Mm-hmm. Number one, Griffith J. Griffith shot his wife in the eye because he thought she was conspiring with the Pope to poison him. Yep, it's a good thing to let out at a party. <laughs> My number three, quick fun facts. 
the Hollywood sign had a groundskeeper and he lived behind one of the letters. That's a good one. That's a weird one. Yeah. Number two, Travis Ravine, uh, you know, was completely bulldozed and everybody. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I put fun in quotes, meaning fun means ruining someone's time at the, Dod- at the Dodger game. <laughs> And number one, my fun fact to just rattle off is the owner of Clifton's, Clifford Clinton, helped clean out City Hall corruption and the LAPD tried to kill him for it. That's a good one. That's a good one. So the next one we have is from Anna X Americana on Instagram. Thank you, Anna. Women LA historians. Okay. Is it my turn? Women be history. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) They sure do. My first one is Natalia Molina, who's a USC historian who wrote the oh, book, yeah. the, the, Nair, the I don't know how to pronounce it, Nairit, which is the restaurant in Echo Park that became the Echo and the Echo Plex. Right. I, I asked Eric Nussbaum, author, of, oh, not yeah. a woman, but author of uh, Stealing Home. Yeah. I asked him for some who he thought was yeah. the, the top, and he said her. She's also consultant on Perry Mason's last, I think the last season of Perry Mason. She just writes good articles and she's smart and she's from Echo Park, so I have like a, a secret allegiance to her. <laughs> Number two, of course, uh, Joanna Linkhorst, fantastic historian of Rock Haven Sanitarium. Gives active tours historian. Active historic, Actively. Actively historicalizing. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just so well-versed and so casual about everything. And she's so smart. And I really just, I like picking little luck or scent effects from her. <laughs> but of course, my number one, apologies to everybody else, is Joan Renner. I knew you were going to pick Joan Renner. Joan Renner, uh, LA crime historian. Probably hates that I brought up the Sheriff's Department gang podcast. Uh, but she's just so smart and... Uh, really knows her stuff in and out like uh, she knows in and out she knows in and out the secret menu she knows it up and down <laughs> uh, no she, i just enjoy it. anytime i get to hear her talk I, I try to take it up well my number three i think she listens to us i'm not sure her name is donia junta mm-hmm. who is at swapmate underscore chronicles on instagram it's just pictures of like random old things around la that right. like will probably be gone in five years yeah. and it's just like a good thing to like just soak in old images and information about Los Angeles. I, I really like that. Yeah, that's the best way to get me interested. Yeah. Is always a picture <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram. If the filter's just <laughs> right. Number two, I'm going to put Miriam Matthews, who is the city's first black librarian who oh, chronicled right. a lot of the black history of LA mm-hmm. and has provided a lot of the research that we've done. And number one, I'm going to say Mary Mallory, who oh, uh, right. also, I believe she also works for the library, but her writings I keep coming up in my research right. all the time. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, God, um, we should also add Cecilia Rasmussen, uh, who's written so yeah, many articles I, that we've read. Is she still active? Oh, she might not be active yeah, anymore, but she know. is one of the city's well, best historians. Miriam Matthews died like 40 years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, so I think you're going to let uh, <laughs> Cecilia in. Nah, Cecilia, you stay outside. <laughs> okay, so this next one is from Dr. Shiloh again of the LA Not So Confidential podcast, Crime History Moments. And I'm excited about this one. Uh-huh. My number three is uh, the Roscoe train robbery yes. that we talked about. Yeah. A crazy, like, great train robbery happening in Sun Valley. Number two, the Battle of 12th Street during the Zoot Suit riots when the black and Mexican people stopped the white rioters at 12th and Central from coming into their neighborhood. But number one, easily, the best moment in crime history Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. I know the one. Uh, Do you? Uh, Maybe I don't. Richard Ramirez getting beat down by a bunch of people yep. and caught in the middle of the in street. In a neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Greatest moment in it LA is, it is, crime history. That is my number one as well, the yeah. capture of Richard Ramirez, <laughs> which is, I don't think ever happened to another serial, one of a more violent serial killer. I don't think the pitchforks and uh, right. angry mob has Not ever since Frankenstein Not has since justice been dealt so swiftly. My number three, you know, one of the scariest, most savage and absurd crimes that is still a mystery as the murder of Elizabeth Short is I, it, it, uh, unbelievable for there to be like no leads. 
<laughs> we'll never figure out who killed her, who did that to her, what her last days were like. Until tonight. But <laughs> I got a suspect in the hallway. He's 200 years old. <laughs> Number two for me is Harry Raymond's car exploding and all the stuff it led to, which is also part of the Clifford Clinton right. thing. He was, uh, he was somebody who uh, Clinton had hired to find out more information, who was an ex-cop, and ended up trying to blackmail the LAPD, and they responded by blowing up his car. He survived and was able to give testimony, which cleared out corruption in City Hall. So spare us the history lesson. Yeah. This is a top three. List. A top three. Yeah. And my number one is Richard Ramirez. And my honorable mention, of course, is Marion Parker's murder, which is, you know, the first time somebody plead insanity. But it's also just like another example of old L.A. crime, which is so terrifying and savage. But it's an L.A. crime. That sort of thing. I mean, it, my 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 ears are very much like, and what and what exactly? <laughs> um, what a car park. Well, we're now moving into our penultimate yes. category of things. This one is called, oh God, I think I rank too much. <laughs> this is the food and drink category, which uh, I'm very excited about. Where you reign supreme. This first one, we're starting early in the day, courtesy of writing on the walls underscore LA again, breakfast spots. Okay. This used to be a chain of three that existed in Echo Park. It's since been destroyed because Echo Park is no more Echo Park. But there's one more of these restaurants. Echo Park dying. <laughs> Thank you. There's one more of these restaurants in Burbank. It's called Baragans. It's uh, that's it's interesting re- that you'd pick that kind of, as a breakfast spot. I, always, I mean, as my my family would go there for breakfast on Sundays. Which okay. when I think of Baragans, I think of it as a breakfast. There's one place. in Burbank. We got it in Burbank. We gotta go to Burbank. <laughs> uh, my number two is the Aloha Cafe, which is a Hawaiian cafe yeah. in Little Tokyo, and a little. Uh, oh, I know. I'm thinking of something. Else. Oh well, I'm thinking of Hawaii. <laughs> I might be thinking of Hawaii. I might be thinking of Gidget. <laughs> It's on, I believe, 2nd Street and either Central or Alameda in a little shopping plaza. But it's a terrific Hawaiian food. And my number one, of course, is Cindy's Diner in Eagle Rock. It's a I don't great, even know what that is. Oh, brother. Wow, a great have, breakfast spot. We have three very different ones. I'm going to start mine with a honorable mention of Nat's Early Bite in Sherman Oaks. Okay. It didn't fit on this one, but I love it. My number three is The Kettle in Manhattan Beach. It's really good and old and it has a big basket of muffins for you and there's a big kettle on top of the restaurant. Oh, I didn't know this place. Pans, number two. Perfect googie place right by the airport. Perfect for after oh, a red eye. They got weird hours, though. It doesn't work with my schedule. Uh, yeah. When you fly in uh, from the big city, Boise. Portugal. Yeah, the big city of Portugal. <laughs> Number one, I'm going to say more than waffles in Encino, which okay. may be the best breakfast around with a lot of options, which is why the wait is like two hours Jeez. every single time. But it's really good. It's by the Lem. It's in that courtyard where the Lemley oh, right. in yeah, Encino yeah. is. I, I really like that place. Okay. Next one, another from Writing on the Walls underscore LA, pizza. Pizza. This was hard, very mommy, hard. Mommy, mommy, want some pizza? My number three, I'm going to say Joe's Pizza. There's a few locations around. It was opened by the brother of the guy who owns the pizza place I really like in Brooklyn, and it's right. very close to good New York pizza. Number two, Prince Street Pizza, which is a direct transplant from New York and is very good. Uh-huh. Number one, you took me here. Massa. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Or Massa? Massa. Massa. Massa with a deep dish pizza. Deep that dish. They tell you it takes 40 minutes to come out. I, I am willing to wait. And this I might be the. I will have three glasses of wine I, until then. Uh, under the bridge. Yeah. Uh, I think that this is the best pizza I've had in Los Angeles. And yeah. It's really, really good. When people say they don't like it, that's a huge red uh, flag. Yeah. <laughs> that date's over. Yeah. I, I'm going to eat this pizza and then go home. <laughs> My number three is a place I had kind of recently, Triple Bean Pizza, which is a chain, but we went to the one in Highland Park. Very inventive pizza. The beans on it? What? The beans on it? Beam. Oh, beam. Okay. Triple Beam Pizza. I like beans on my pizza. I would have rather had the beans. Uh, like chili beans. My number two, I think we've been here before, tomato pie. 
but there's a nice couple good. of those. Yeah, they're good. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it's okay. Gonna, it's, cute. it's number two. Great. It's a cute pick. <laughs> My number one is also Masa, which is a fantastic. It's also, so good. It's so good. It's also a great date spot in Echo Park. I think it's like Montana. I think you get married there. <laughs> no, that that is really good pizza. My honorable mention is Hungry Howie's in Glendale. <laughs> of course but, it is. <laughs> uh, it's so good. But also, if you call at the wrong time of day, you're going to get a college student uh, <laughs> exasperated on the phone, not knowing how to respond. That's exasperated, Howie. <laughs> okay, this next one from Chrysel Jeffrey again. Yeah. Sushi. Okay. You and I had a conversation about this before yeah. we started recording about how we are cheap people who do not usually pay a lot of money for sushi, which is where the good sushi yeah. is. So we do not have good sushi. No, we do not have good sushi <laughs> options. I have one sushi place, but it's my only sushi place. So uh-huh. I outsource some of these answers to my good friend, Edric who's an, also an Ali native, who is the one of the second biggest food person that I know. But he'll actually spend money on food, so it's a very different quality. Right. I wonder who the other guy is. <laughs> My number three place is Sushi Enya, or I guess Ed's number three place is Sushi Enya. Okay. The second one is Sugarfish, where I keep hearing I hear Sugarfish is great, but their menu is not. Yeah. <laughs> Certain numbers on there. Numbers are kind of high. <laughs> uh, and my number one is a place with a name too similar to another food place. It's in Little Tokyo. Ed took me there, and it's my favorite sushi place called Zenku. Z e n c u. Zenku. Okay. It was the Their garlic last, sauce is great. It was the last place we went to before the pandemic shut everything oh, down. Yeah. Suspicious. <laughs> okay, so mine again. These are not high end places, okay. but I'm going to say Nijia Market in Sawtell. So it's the supermarket, but they have right. prepackaged sushi. Okay. And it's affordable, and it is really good, and it's good for a picnic. And now I'm really cheating because I'm going to have to go the pokey route. Because I oh. have good pokey suggestions, and that's let me, let me kind go to of the sushi. Title. Oh, it says sushi. Did you know that it doesn't say pokey? I know. I, 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 you know, I, I, I was in Japan for a while, and when I see the word sushi, I just, it just translates to fish in my head. There's so many fish in my head. So I'm gonna say number two, pokey tiki in Reseda, and number one, eight ounce pokey in Sherman Oaks is probably the best pokey I've had around. Oh, you took me there. I think they're really good. Yeah, I took really you to pokey tiki. Oh yeah, that's what. But eight ounces better. I, oh. I didn't take you to the number one that spot. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one we have, we're getting into the Mexican food section, starting with K. Morton Art, taco stands. This was okay. also very hard. Yeah. So my number three, I'm going to say Birria San Marcos in North Hollywood. They now have a brick and mortar in Van Nuys. It's really good, but it is so bad for my cholesterol because it is so much beef. But they were good. Number two, Tacos El Venado, also in North Hollywood. Good tacos, good salsa, and there's a churro guy around the corner. Ooh, dessert. Number one, you again, you took me here, Leo's Tacos oh, in yep. Echo Park. I That might have been my first time having like a taco- Oh, from a truck? S- from a truck. Really? And it's quite good. Yeah, that's very good there. Yeah, I, I think it still holds up. Yeah, a little bit of a line, but it's worth it. And they take card now, but the prices have gone up. That's well, the trade. This is why I eat sushi from a supermarket. <laughs> okay, so my number three taco stand, I don't know the name of it, but it's outside the Vons on Alvarado and Echo Park between Montana and Reservoir. Okay, uh, It's a very good taco spot. It's one of those places where, where pe- people are drunkenly ordering tacos. Have I been there? I think I've been there. Maybe. Yeah. I think we maybe went there after um, after we bombed somewhere. <laughs> bombed at Tribal Cafe, probably. We yes. walked over and yeah. got sad tacos and we're like, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, am I saying it too slow? Is it very funny? No. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, no. <laughs> tacos to Madre in Los Files is oh, also... Madre. To Madre. 
Too much, too much, right? It's also very good tacos. And my number one is also Leo's because it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's on Glendale and Temple in Echo Park. Right, the, the, guest, side of the, uh, the car washer. Car wash, yeah. And Love it. And you're so close to the Tribal Cafe. You can go bomb any day <laughs> of the week. <laughs> oh, bomb. Seven to nine. Yeah. Bomb. 10 to 11. <laughs> okay, so this next one is from Suzanne True Love. <laughs> Bean and cheese burritos. <laughs> My number three favorite bean and cheese burrito in the city. And by the way, this is our parameter when we it go is. to Mexican places. We have the bean and cheese to gauge. If you can do a good bean and cheese burrito, you can do it. Then anything. I trust you. <laughs> Azteca Tortilleria in either Boyle Heights or East LA. It's on uh, Cesar Chavez. Uh, I think it's East LA. That's a very delicious bean and cheese burrito. I, like I think I've cheese. heard of that. I bring it up like every single time we talk about anyone ask <laughs> Where us. Where have I heard that before? My number two is uh, Tito's Tacos in Culver oh, City wow. slash Mar Vista. Interesting. Very good. I had one today to make sure that I really liked it. <laughs> but my number one is Echo Park and Sunset Los Burritos. That took a, me there. Yeah, that that's my good. favorite bean and cheese burrito since I was a little kid. I loved it. I still get it. And there's something about... You bite into it and Ratatouille pops out. Yeah. A Ratatouille moment pops out. Rat- a Ratatouille reference pops out. <laughs> well, my I have to preface this with R.I.P. for Nachos in Granada Hills, which right. had the best bean and cheese burrito of all time. So I'm going to say my number three is Cactus Taco in Studio City. Don't go to the Sherman Oaks one. They have vermin. Right. But the one in Studio City, very good and clean. Yes. And clean. Uh, number two, Salsa and Beer in Lake Balboa. Oh, right. There's, I think, a, a couple other locations, but they have very good. I didn't know that you've ever been there. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I, I I've been to the salsa part, not the yeah, beer part. Not the beer part, yeah. No, I love salsa. And oh, beer. really? Okay. Maybe. Oh, I mean, they're going to come up again, but maybe my favorite Mexican restaurant. Oh, wow. And number one for bean and cheese burrito, I'm going to say Las Fuentes in Reseda. Oh, casual my... and dependable. God, Very I forgot good. about Las Fuentes. Son of a gun. Yeah, that was a that was an inflammatory category. Oh my god. Next from Tracy Monahan. Hi, Tracy. Chips and salsa situation. So there's double dipping going on here, and I don't just mean in the chips and salsa. <laughs> So my number three, Los Toros in Chatsworth. Mm-hmm. Food, not good. But the chips and salsa is classic and you. solid. A good place to just sit and eat chips I and salsa. I really don't need much. All I need is chips and salsa. I need one to be salty. I mean, one to be mild. That's all I need. And I need it to be salty. free. You don't even want a spicy one. You want a salty and a, a mild. Salty. A salty chip, a mild <laughs> sauce, and I want it to be complimentary. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. So my number two Las Fuentes and Reseda. Double dipping. Great self-service salsa bar with a lot of really good options. The avocado one is the best one, but really good salsa bar there. We've been there a lot of times eating chips and salsa. After bombing. After we bombed. uh, All over Reseda. Oh, yeah. And my number one, I'm going to, I flip-flopped them, salsa and beer in Lake Balboa. So not only is their self-service salsa bar really good with really good salsas, they give you unlimited spicy bean dip at the table as well. Or at least deal. they used to. Maybe right, right, right. the maybe pandemic ruined that. Yeah, I could have, but still. Yeah, those those are my places. Okay, my number three again, double dipping. Tito's Tacos. Every time you order something to go, they give you a little baggie of chips to take with you and a little container. I did see your salsas, and I wanted and it was them very nice of them to do that. They don't need to do that. That's a dine-in thing, but they say it is a we have to make sure that you get some chips and salsa. So that's very generous of them. My second one is Casa Vega has a very nice chips and dip situation. Uh, chips it and does, salsa. They do, and then if you pay a little extra, they'll do the walk right in front of you, which is cool to watch, and you know whatever. It's cool. Uh, walk this way. Uh, that's another place like Los Toros. That's like not good food, but the sitting there with the chips and salsas, getting cocoa margaritas. It's yeah. a great time. Yeah, <laughs> under the bridge. Yeah, under the bridge. And my number one, of course, is Bodegans, which I've ruined so many meals in my life by them bringing the chips out in the little basket first. 
and being like, yeah. I'm very hungry. I'm just going to have a little bit. And then yeah. the food comes out. And you're Four like, refills of the chip basket yeah. later. And then they bring the food out. You're like, oh, can you get it in a box? Is this dessert? <laughs> okay. So this next one I was excited about also. This okay. is from underscore Victrola underscore ethnic neighborhood slash enclaves. Number three on my list is Thai Town, which I've spent a little bit okay. of time at, but they have a time a f- time town. There's a little gift, sh- uh, not gift shop. It's like a, you can get food there, but I always go for candy. <laughs> is it the plaza. big market? Yeah, the big market. Okay, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, that's a good place. Number two on my list is Koreatown for so many reasons. Yeah. But Koreatown is just beautiful. And it's just old Hollywood stuff there. And I really love the history yep. of Koreatown. And number one, of course, is Little Tokyo. Which I good good choices. Yeah, you're staying a little close to Asia for yeah, my taste, le- but leaning uh, in a direction for sure. <laughs> I see. Uh, I purposely avoiding Little China, uh, <laughs> but there's a um, Little Tokyo is just perfectly centered between all the things I wanted to do. Yeah, Little Tokyo is really good. Yeah, it's a good spot to find yourself. My number three, Little Ethiopia. Oh right, yeah, I love Little Ethiopia. Yeah. Uh, every so many good places and interesting stores. Only number three though, because it is little. It, yeah, it's, it's two blocks. It's, it's if that. Yeah. One long block. One log block. One Ethiopian block. Between a 7-Eleven and a Carl's Jr. <laughs> Much like Ethiopia. <laughs> so my number two, I'm going to put the Israeli population of Tarzana. Okay. Because the food is so good. Yeah. The Israeli food you can get in Tarzana is oh. so good. So you picked a side in the... <laughs> okay. It's one right there now. I, I, Little Palestine is also right next door. <laughs> That's um, the number one on my list. Number one, I uh, I put Koreatown because the food is mm-hmm. so good. There's so it much is. going on. The old places, the old buildings yes. are so nice. The parking is so bad, yeah. but Koreatown is so good that it still takes the number one spot for me. It's also one of those places where it is almost convenient to go on the rail system yeah. because there's you so many rail to. stops at the end. You have to. <laughs> but you could like go from Wilshire to Western to Beverly and Vermont or whatever mm-hmm. because the rails will just take you there. and No pretty, issues at all. Not a single <laughs> person smoking meth <laughs> at all. So this one is from Ray Camacho. Hi, Ray. Vegan. Miss you. Vegan restaurants. I have some stuff on the list. Uh, I was re- I told him I'm excited to tell him my number one because I don't think I, I'm going to say he doesn't know about it. But wow. my number three, something vegan in Toluca Lake is pretty good. OK, I haven't heard of that place. You have heard of it. I haven't heard of uh, it. Well, it, you know, something vegan this way comes uh, <laughs> to quote the bard. This one, it's it's not a vegan restaurant, but they have a huge vegan menu. Uh-huh. But Rosalind's in Little Ethiopia might okay. be one of my favorite restaurants in the entire city. Wow. And I usually just order off of the vegan menu. Like they, they, it is so good. And yeah, a lot of options for you if you're okay. vegan. But number one for vegan food, Vin Loy tofu in Reseda is a legendary all house made tofu items. And it is so good. It's like Vietnamese and Thai food. Wow. It's all vegan, made there. It's really I haven't good. heard of this place. It's very good. This is a deep cut from Reseda. It's right by your porn theater. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I <laughs> the vegan porn theater? <laughs> what about you? Number three for me is a Culver City place that I heard about from Aaron, like I call her Liberian. It's called Stand Up Burger, all vegan, but they're like burgers and um, I think I've seen like that. chicken sandwiches and stuff. Is it on like a corner? No, it's like a. Pl- I think it's on the corner, but it's in a plaza. Oh, never mind. Okay, yeah, uh, that's a good place. Kind of pricey though. Number two is Veggie Grill, which I, I Veggie Grill's good. Veggie Grill I is was, Veggie Grill is good. That was the first time I'm like, do I prefer vegan stuff over <laughs> like not like meat stuff because yeah. this like the because they have to. I don't want to say overcompensate, but they have to like work harder to get yeah. the the chicken the fake chicken has to earn it. Yeah. But so the, the vegan places go extra on sauces and I'm like a sauce mm. boy. So uh veggie girls really good. But I've been going to another Save it Culver- for the porn theater. Save it for, um thank you. Um there's a, a chain that's going around, but I only know the one in Culver City called 
Grain Cafe, all vegan vegetarian menu, but it's delicious stuff. And then like an eclectic menu. It's very good. Grain Cafe. If you're near one, try it. Okay. So Greg's a soy boy. Uh, this one is from a tiny little farm. All you can eat restaurants. This is another one that I had to outsource <laughs> to my friend Ed Tam. Here's his list. Mm-hmm. Brazilian steakhouse called H&H Steakhouse on 7th and downtown LA. Okay. He says it's a quality place. Sounds beefy. In Glendale on Brand and California Street, there's Sushi 818 Cardon. Okay. Haven't had that place, but he says all you can eat and it's fantastic. And his number one, I don't know how to say this. I think it's Joku Joku Barbecue on Wilshire and Kenmore. Okay. So this is Koreatown. Yes. All right. If you can walk Like there. you would know. Well, what do we have to say about these places? <laughs> what would Edric say about these places? Let's get him on the phone right now. My number three is a sushi place. It's Midori Sushi. Oh, right. Which okay. is really good. All you can eat sushi is a few locations around the valley. Right. Expensive, but it's pretty good. Yeah. This one is a little bit of a caveat, but the hummus bar in Tarzana, again, the Israeli. Yeah. Uh, Pick the sign. If you get the unlimited salads, they give you your entree with these little containers of all these different sides, okay. and they keep refilling them and give you more pita bread, and that is really a, a good thing. Yeah, That's like a, a, a go-to special occasion spot for me is going there. And number one, I am going to put a, also a place in Koreatown, Haijong Chan Korean Barbecue. Ah, Incredibly good. Korean Barbecue. Good bunchen. Good, good bunchen to you. The bu- and good bunchen to you. This next one from Radio Penguins, Iconic Foods. So my number three, we've talked about it before. I am picking Zanku Chicken Garlic Sauce. Oh, right. That is my number three. Ah, damn it. My number two, Orange Julius. Right. And my number one, I got to go with tacos. Yeah. Uh, so many varieties. It's the one cheap food left in yes, the city. Yes, it really is. A food for the common man. <laughs> My number three is just street dogs in general. Okay. Any street dogs you could find yeah. outside of a Dodger game that'll probably give you like a... Listeria. Yeah, Name it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> number two, Philippe's French dip, which some would Iconic. say came first. Iconic. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, French dip started here. And like you, I also picked tacos for number one. You can't not. You can't tacos. not. It would be a crime. You literally ate a taco before we started recording. William Parker will come back from the grave and shoot you if you pick anything. <laughs> Too but, David. Yeah. So this next one is from Rafael Mazor again. Food specialties that aren't well known outside LA. Okay. My first one is chili relleno burritos. Is that an LA thing? According to my girlfriend, it is. Really? Okay, yes. then that's my favorite thing in the whole <laughs> city because one. that is that is my favorite yeah. thing to order at a Mexican, any Mexican place. I agree with you. And I can't have a lot of cheese and I dare myself to do it. Come on, do it. <laughs> number two, asada fries are also in LA, okay. pretty much like yeah. LA born thing. The bro thing. Yeah. And uh, number one, gourmet tacos. Gourmet tacos. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. My number three is hole in the wall charbroiled burger places. Oh my god! So many. Give me they're an all. Show give me a. Rick's. They're all pretty good. Yes. They go are. to the South Bay. There's like one on every block. Oh my god. With like, they might as well just not have names. <laughs> Tam's number fifty nine. Tam's number one. Tam's number one hundred and thirty one. My number two is the Orange Bang. Yes. Locally made. Very good. I almost got one and ruined my day today. <laughs> my number one. Thrifty ice cream, the king of ice cream. Not everybody outside of LA knows about this. In fact, most people seem to not. Okay, so now we're going to the drinks from Melissa. This one is from Melissa, my Melissa. Places to get a fun non-alcoholic drink. Okay. My number three, Galco's. Yes. So many choices. My number two, the soda jerks inside the Loof Hippodrome on the Santa Monica Pier. Old timey sodas and phosphates and you can watch the ocean or the carousel. Number one, 
The Fair Oaks Pharmacy, <sighs> the last old style soda fountain in the city. Yes. I think. A five and dime, if you will. Yeah. A piggly wiggly. A piggly wiggly, if you will. Okay. M- number three, uh, you know, this is one of the most iconic places in Los Angeles. And if you don't like this place, you're a bad person. Porto's has a great drink menu. Not only I was coffee, say Porto's not as a joke, only but okay. smoothies, <laughs> but they have a virgin mojito that is delicious if you want the taste of a mojito, but you do want, you also want to drive home. <laughs> number two, Tiger Sugar, which is a boba place in Little oh, okay. Tokyo, kind of the only acceptable boba place that I go to. I don't enjoy boba. I don't need a second texture in my drink, but I enjoy Tiger Sugar. <laughs> and number one, Don Manuel's Raspados in East LA. Oh, okay, that's all right. That's more of an ice cream ish, but okay. it's it's snow cone shaved ice. It rides the line. Rides I wouldn't call line. it. Ice it's cream. a day walker. It's a day walker. Thank between you. Between beverage and ice cream, one chance between two worlds. <laughs> Star-crossed lovers. Uh, okay, so now for your sinner beverages. <laughs> this is from Joanna Linkhorst. Hi, Joanna. Cocktail spots. I know you've got a lot to say about I this. I have a lot to say about this, and I picked the more beautiful ones, and they're all in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Number three is the Perch Rooftop Bar. Okay. You got to look over downtown. You got to be up there and wonder if rats can make it all the way to the top. They probably can. <laughs> number two, and it's hard to put this as number two, but Cole's. Okay. It's my second favorite cocktail spot, and I love Kohl's, but my number one is the bar at the Biltmore Hotel. Interesting. That very has a drink named after. It's the They have a Black Dolly, which isn't that good, but I do like uh, that it's called the Black Dolly. But very tasteful. It's split in two. <laughs> But it's a uh, it's a, a great chaser. it's a it's a great bar. They had the you know Academy Awards have been there. It's a beautiful building, and you just feel like it's one of those places where you're like, oh, I'm in you know 1930. Yeah, we don't have time for this. But you once saw Phil Spector in an elevator there once. No, Standard is where I saw Sp- oh, Phil okay. Spector come out of. I mean, and it's- we really don't have time for that. Then. <laughs> My number three. This is a place again. You and I went to, mm-hmm. uh, and I've only been there that one time. But it was really cool, and it hasn't it hasn't left me. The Powerhouse Bar in Hollywood. That was a really I cool do place. Like that supposedly the Beatles went there after their Hollywood bullshit. Oh, that's pretty cool. Number two, the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel Bar. Yes. Really old Hollywood. Love getting wasted there. Yeah. Number one, again, you and I were there, Musso and Frank's. Oh, you can't Musso beat and it. Frank. And I can get an ice cream sundae there while you get drunk with Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Um, oh, my God. What was it called? The train car in downtown. Uh, Pacific Dining Pacific Car. Pacific Dining yeah. Car. R.I.P. What a great place to get yeah. drunk. That and was the steakhouse, which was a category because we, we don't buy steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so, OK, so we've only got a little bit left here. OK, this is the final food one. This is from Emilio Uranga, the third Tiki Bars. Right. Uh, I have only been to one. Yeah. The Tonga Hut in North Hollywood was cool and pretty small. And I know you can take it from here, Craig. <laughs> Number three is a little place, uh, maybe like two blocks from Old Town Music Hall called Purple Orchid in El Segundo, which is a, a really cool tiki bar. Okay. Not like the most ornate or fun, but it's a good place to get a tropical drink near the beach, which is the one tiki bar I go to that is near the beach. <laughs> Number two is Damon's in Glendale, which is a great spot. Great uh, like uh, cocktail and dinner place. And it looks like a tiki bar, a, a <laughs> Polynesian place. But of course, number one in our area, anyways, is Tunga Hut. Oh, uh, you picked Tunga Hut yeah, too? Yeah, I picked Tunga Hut. Oh, it's wow. Great. So I've been to the best one. Yeah, you've been to the best one. Because Tiki Tea, as famous as it is, I believe is still cash only. It, it can fit like six people in at a time. And there's a line to get in. And it's not, it, it, it's just not the fun that Tunga Hut is. Okay. But I say that the best one in Southern California, as far as I know, is still Trader Sam's on Downtown Disney, which I can't pick. But Trader Sam's is magnificent. 
Magnifico. <laughs> Magnifico. Magnifico. Magneto. Magneto. Okay, so this is our last thing after this ultra long episode. Yes. This category is called Home Where My Pod's Escaping. <laughs> oh my God. So to close things out, we're getting sentimental. Yes, this we is are. one last time from our good buddy writing on the walls underscore LA childhood memories. Mine are blank. Can I just pick yours? Or can I put a hearing sc- you talk scream. about ET? Yeah. <laughs> when I was really young, my favorite birthday to this day, and I've had a lot of bad birthdays and I kind of don't celebrate my birthday anymore, but my parents took me out of school when I was in the first grade, me and my brother, halfway through the day and took us to a creek off of Azusa Road. Uh, and I just played in the creek. <laughs> That's how young that, I was. That's a really sweet memory, but I thought, like, what's going to be in the creek? Oh, nothing. It was they just, just a cre- it was creek. just water running. Uh, <laughs> we had never seen running water before. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, I was also taken out of school early. First grade, I was going to St. Stephen's in Monterey Park, and my aunt and her boyfriend took me and my brother Mondo out of school to watch Batman Returns at the <laughs> Edwards Palace Theater in Alhambra, which was fantastic. Now this is a memory I can relate to. <laughs> do it. Do this to me. And I miss that theater so much. But my number one is not anything specific. It's just we didn't have air conditioning. So on hot nights, we would just drive around oh, till like fun. 11 or midnight. And With just, your whole family? Yeah, my whole family in a van. We would just go that's just great. drive everywhere. And my dad loves cruising, obviously. So just, you know, listen to the radio. Listen, yeah, right. everywhere. Every like a star on the way. Yeah, just turn K-Earth up all the way and just drive around all night until it cools down. Then you can go to sleep. Listen to Britney Spears on K-Earth. <laughs> That's a nice memory. My yeah. So my yeah, mine are actually kind, nah, kind of, mine are all food related. My number three is, uh, so we used to live, where we used to live was, I think it was a Hughes Market. We used to live in the market. Um, <laughs> it was right by, I think it was a Hughes Market. But when my grandparents would visit from New York, mm-hmm. me and my grandpa, we would walk from our house to Hughes to buy fudgesicles. Oh, that's nice. And that was a nice memory. That's really cute. My number two is, again, walking to get food. Walking from the Fairfax Library, where my dad used to work, we mm-hmm. would walk to the farmer's market to get lunch whenever oh, right. I'd go spend the day with him at work. And this was pre-Grove. Oh, wow. So it was just like a field and then the yeah. farmer's market. It's crazy that you remember the f- before our Grove was I, there. I don't, see, I don't I was trying to remember like what was there. I uh, I do not. There was no grove, but mm. I don't remember anything because it was just like a field. <laughs> so I don't really know what was there. Who painted the painting where everyone's in the park? That Surat. It's Surat. Yeah. I wanted to get a movie at the Fairfax Library, and I thought the Fairfax Library was right next to the place that looks like the Pan Pacific Auditorium. Now it's like a, it is. It's like a YMCA or something. It is. It's like, but there's a park in between the two. Yeah. And it's a big park. Kind of, yeah. And I walked through it because I parked near the gym or whatever it is. Well, you went to like Johnny Rockets and was like, give, yeah. me, the Sur- give me a book about Syrah. Yeah, give me a book about Syrah. <laughs> but walking through that park to get to the library, it was like I was walking through that painting, that Syrah oh, yeah. painting, where I'm like, there's just people enjoying themselves on a nice day. And there's like kids and dogs and people on dates and best friends. And there's a like a, a book club. That was one of the nicest parks I've ever been to and walking through it. I just, all that to say, I like that park a lot. And I imagine walking in the Grove hit. Uh, Greg, this is my childhood memory. Uh, But the number one for me is similar to yours. It's not a specific thing. Just being at the Hollywood Bowl with my family. Yeah. It's just, you know, again, a hot night, cooling down, eating, listening to music. It was just nice. It's nice. Yeah. Nice. A nice, a nice, a nice nice boy. A nice boy with a nice life, but it ends tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Top three ways to die. (laughs) 
yeah, so those are our top threes and probably our longest episode ever. Maybe. So I'm going to let, let's just cut it off here. Bye. Thank you to everybody who wrote in. We really appreciate it. Next time we'll try to split this in two. Writing on the wall, you outdid yourself. Thank you so much. Top 1.5. <laughs> but again, thank you everybody who contributed. We yes. really appreciate it. L- this episode literally would not have happened without yeah. you. So thank you again. And we are closing in on our 10th year. But, you know, thank you so much. So, yeah, those are our top threes. Go to all of them yes. this month. The hottest month. Go to my childhood memories. <laughs> yes. Incept me. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see you in a few weeks for a special a special treat that we have. And uh, that's been our top That's been, that's our, been our top, top three, three episode. We can't be beat. <laughs> he said it since 2013. I thought you were going to say it, but then you looked at me and then I said it before I knew I was going to say it. Now you owe me a mattress. (laughs)